Niggas talk shit, but niggas... Look, bro, you one of them niggas, bro, it's cool to talk shit about until they meet you, and then they like, oh, he yeah. fuck with us, cool. He all right. Leave that nigga alone. Yeah, yeah. That why, but why niggas be thinking I'm a fuck nigga already, though? You want to know where it be, bro? You're talking to Mike, man. Come oh, on, we this ain't Clubhouse. We live oh, already, you, man. You, I don't do intros. You want to know where it be? I mean... When niggas don't know nothing, they just had this pre-assumed thing about you, and they go online and they get all the gossip. So in their head, do I got to get real close? I, why well, the listen. mic got to be on? You good? You good? Oh, thank you, man. Cause this nigga want me to suck this shit. Pause. What's up with me? That's yo? what you saying? You like get on the mic? One mic, get close. man. One mic. One mic. Yo, who brought? Who even made that bullshit up for the coming club? Man, some new, new when. All right, so when Clubhouse first started, right? It started when I got on. First, it was the tech wave, like when it was like. First 2,000 people on there, it was really all them NFT niggas now. They was all on there talking tech back then. Then quarantine, you know, this was during quarantine when Clubhouse started. So then it was like all the executives when they weren't working, all the record executives, it was private. So it was like, oh, it's this cool shit we can crack jokes on. So it was everybody in the music industry, everybody on the music yeah. industry side, but not artists yet. It was straight some A&Rs, record execs, you know, L.A. Reed type people. Niggas on there just shooting the shit with their friends. I come on there because the person before me was Joe Budden. So Joe Budden was on there, but I come You stole on, that nigga wave, man. Word for word, ball for ball, line for I line. I ain't stole his wave. Only reason. Joe was on there like, really, yo, Joe Slick. Joe be on there just getting hoes. I ain't going to lie to you. Niggas told me that's the after going to get this. I don't know one. his situation to say what he be doing, but I do know that is the place. Cause, listen, bro, when I first got lit, I got my girl. Matter of fact, no bullshit. The girl I'm with now, we met on Clubhouse. Word. So I can say this. But before we officially dated, nigga, I'm talking about left and right. bitches. Bitches was so thirsty. And Queens, where the camera at? Where the camera? Where, let me look at the camera. Listen, <laughs> if I'm lying, I'm dying. You know who you are. You y'all, not you. Y'all know who y'all are. Was flying out to the A on their own dime, no having way. to push up on the Mizo. You can't, that's why the Mizo Estates. Do you know the Mizo Estates was my house? I bought my house, so I used to throw little kickbacks and stuff. They got thought it was a virtual place. Nah, so <laughs> you know when I when I bought my shit in the country club, I mean, yeah. it was like a uh, it's this place like downtown in Atlanta. It's like these condos where you know when black people yeah. get money, it's always the one place they try to move to. It's one of them places. It's called the Mezzo or some shit. Yeah. It's still there, but niggas, if you smart, you wouldn't move there. Niggas hitting licks and shit over there. But anyway, when I bought my house. I was like, oh, well, that's the mezzo. I'm going to call this the mezzo, the mezzo estates. So I throw, like, little kickbacks and stuff at the crib, and it was the mezzo estates. So then when they when I made a club on Clubhouse, I was like, oh, I'm going to just call it my crib. That's where that came from. Damn, yo. Yo, I thought, so because a nigga was telling me, he was like, yo, I done flew out, like, because I'm like, yo, why are you all, this is before I'm on, I was yeah. hating on Clubhouse. So I'm like, why all oh, y'all niggas on Clubhouse? Lit. And he said, yo, man, all these chicks, and you got to be honest, though, they all kind of, like, most of them there to try to, they're performing like they in the industry or they kind of want to be or they're fascinated by it. But, yo, my man was like, yo, as soon as I see it, I hate their little profile thing. I go to the Instagram Bro, and it's on. It's lit. And you got to understand. I was fucked I was up the, when, I, when I, I, I went into some moaning rooms. I didn't even know that. Like, yeah, how that see, shit even See, the moan rooms was before you got on. That was right around the time I got on. But it was like, it was only two Nah, it was only two ratchet things to do on Clubhouse at the time. Not ratchet, but just normal nigga shit where everybody wasn't dick swinging and talking about what they did. You had the moan room where they was paying out girls to moan, and that was fun. And then you had my shit where it was a mix of, like, you had some rap niggas in there, 
some regular niggas that I grew up with, or just if you got some input on the situation and I don't know who the fuck you is, mixed with artists and stuff like that. Other than that, everything was kind of just, yeah, you know, to be an A&R or to da 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 I went on there and I heard so much cap from people trying to pretend, but it was always a few people mixed in. Like, yo, I think I told you the story, but I, I told it afterwards too. I'm like, yo, I'm on Clubhouse recently. The last time I'm on Clubhouse, and me's in the room. And of course, I don't know what it is. You have to explain to me. I'll come in the room. We could be talking about paint and Sherwin Williams, nigga. Yeah. We could be talking about hats and snapbacks. All of a sudden, they're going to be like, man, academics, y'all do got a question for you, man. That's yeah. Chicago shit, though. We like, nigga, we ain't even, what the fuck? Yeah, that, that's, that's the shit them niggas be on. But that's why I only, like, even now, I don't really make rooms no more. And then I just kind of listen to the bullshit. Because all niggas do on there pretty much is argue now. But that's why I always only made my room. The first day I got on Clubhouse, bruh, the reason why the mesoestasis exists is because of Joe Budden by accident. Really? I get on Club. This is the first time in my life I'm ever on Clubhouse. I get invited. I already right? was reading like bitches Zodiac signs and shit. That's great. Yo, Joe, go with the words. He was, words. I don't know, it was a long night. So pretty much, this is what happened. The, the, the first time I got on Clubhouse, Russell Simmons had a welcome room. Very controversial at the time because I guess somebody who welcomed him was an industry person and it was, you know, trigger alert, trigger warning, you know, all yeah, the bullshit. Yeah. So now everybody like, why the fuck are y'all bringing this person on the app who, you know, I'm not going to talk about that. That's none of my business. I yeah. don't know the logistics, but you know. The, yeah, yeah. So it go from a room about that to y'all let Joe Button in these rooms trying to compare this nigga to oh, some shit. other shit. That, <laughs> and I'm like. You know me, I'm very opinionated, but I don't even understand the app. So I'm trying, I'm like in the room and I'm trying to speak, you know. And the lady says, first off, if you got something to fucking say, and I don't fuck with this shit, you just need to make your own space. So I'm like, oh, you can make your own room. She cussing all us out. So you know what I do? I make my own room. Make my own room. And then I didn't know it became like a big thing because they was like, oh, he on Joe Budden dick. He just want to be, because Joe came into the room, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He just, they don't know what I do, nothing. They just thinking I'm some nigga, like, he on Joe Dick. He don't, we need to protect black women. And I'm like, look, bruh, we all want to protect black women. All I'm saying is don't put something like that on a man. Then that ain't what, that's not right. And it's not fair. And then ever since that day, I only stayed in my rooms because I'm like, folks, is weird as fuck on this app. So I just need to stay in my own space. That sounds like a lot of the energy I see on Twitter, which I refuse to have discussions on Twitter. Because you can't have discussions on Twitter that's nuanced, that also understand culture. And and I ain't going to sit here and defend every part of hip-hop culture. Yeah. But you know how hip-hop, like, if, if you're super on some straight-edge shit, like, those conversations ain't never going to, like, you're you going to be triggered by everything. A hundred percent. You get me? So, like, on Twitter, it's like, if you want to get set up, you going to have a conversation on Twitter because somebody will be like, well, Measy, you manage this nigga. And he said, like, it's going to yep, be like, just it's, too it's much a, shit. It's, it's a wormhole. This, yeah, yeah, so it's a wormhole. So, like, on, uh, like that's what that was sounding like in terms of when you first went on it, right? Like, th that sounds horrible, though. It was. That's why I changed it. Because I used, what I, used I to did, call it Baby Mama Twitter. Was it, what, what I did was I made a space where we could have a real conversation and weird shit like that wouldn't happen. That's why everybody fucked with me. Because if Wiz got on, Wiz was on there heavy at a time. Every artist that was on there, you could come to my room and not have to worry about, yo, I got a quick. Really, he not even out of there because if you're speaking, I know you have a reason to be speaking. Yeah. You won't even get that. That's what we, we I always protected that because it's like niggas was in quarantine. Niggas wasn't doing shit. Niggas trying to chill. Niggas trying to holler at hoes. Niggas just trying to joke. 
A lot of artists are always on the road. They don't know how to be by themselves. You get me? They always always had the attention of people. So that helped people. Clubhouse kind of helped people get through them little lonely times and shit. So just because a nigga popping don't mean he want to talk about him being an artist. That nigga want to crack jokes. Niggas want to play music. Niggas want to talk about hoes. Niggas just want to chill. So that's why I always made my room. And that's why, like, I got a lot of, uh, I guess, a lot of people fucked with me because I always knew how to goddamn, I guess what they say, moderate. I ain't never do hey, none of that weird shit. Hey, was Clubhouse the place, like, you know, a lot of people, they know certain celebrities, but they know them for what they see on interviews mm-hmm. and through the music. It's the first time we saw people just talking regular. Exactly. Like, like you actually feel like you're in a room with them. Like, did I felt like during the pandemic, that shit gave, like, for example, Savage. Like, you know, it humanized I know Savage of a, a funny-ass motherfucker. But also, it, sh- it showed a lot of people how level-headed he is and, like, just yep. how his view on the world is, on uh, even on other issues, is like, oh, shit, this nigga thing just like me. This is not... You know what I mean? He's not no cold nigga who just rap and don't talk. He laughs. He jokes. That's why we love the club. Because, I mean, some artists, it, like, it ain't for everybody. Some artists get on there and fuck all they shit up. Yeah. Because they talking too much. But a nigga like Savage is like, it helped him because he doesn't talk a lot. But you got on there through quarantine. It was like, damn, that nigga cool. I be in his rooms, man. He was cracking jokes. You know what I'm saying? Because that, that for him, he not really a people person. He's not going to walk into a room of 20 people and talk. Yeah. But, hell, you get it where he don't got to be around somebody, but it's almost like a room without him being there, and then you get to really kind of see who he was. You know what I'm saying? Even now, he's still on there. He, he kind of played 2K on there in private rooms. They had a little crew and stuff like yeah. that. But, yeah. Yo, yo by the way, uh, I know people are watching, and if you're not familiar with my man Mies, you might be like, yo, act. Damn it, nigga, could you give us a fucking intro? They've been telling me that like, oh, yo, wow. some people we know, but if we don't know, like, damn, give us an intro. Listen, man, it's my man Meezy right here. A lot of y'all might know him as, you know, 21 Savage's manager. Like, to me, I just know him as just, like, somebody who understands the industry from, like, a different level, from, like, almost a bird's eye view, but also know how to navigate through this whole thing. A lot of people probably know him as well from, you know, being on Clubhouse. He's been... Like, you know, I feel like one of the pillars is a few people who have consistently and, and continuously maintained, you know, co- progressive conversations on that app yeah. and always been around or kind of like, you know, structured shit when it came to moments that that app had. And your, your name is just one of them. Gave them all the moments. For real. That's what I'm saying, if yo. If it's black, if it's like hip hop or, or black cultural, bro, I had the whole Rockefeller on there. Look. To the point, I had Dame Dash. I had Dame Dash, Just Blaze. I had every Rockefeller nigga ever in the room to the point Jay-Z was on somebody else's phone listening to the shit. Well, you were, not only that, nigga, your face was the fucking icon for like a month. Yeah, but you know, they had to do that to get get back lit. That, that's when they went public. And then, you know what I'm saying? But um, I, fuck, I fuck with it because there's a lot of people that work there like you, like Fadia. That's family. She the first person that ever gave me a, a corporate check in my life 10 years ago Damn. when I was throwing a party. So she's like... Fadia good people. Fadia in Atlanta is a legend. Like, it's nobody you've mm. ever met. Love Renaissance. I'm talking about people over Summer Walker, all yeah, that. Yeah. Me. Name a nigga in Atlanta or a woman in Atlanta. You've Fadia has helped you. You know what I'm saying? She is like a legend. She can do... She can If she landed in Atlanta right now and tweeted... I need a, I need to sleep. I need a car. I need some food. I'm here for a month. She will have all of that, no charge. Jesus Christ. High end shit too. Not no fucking. I got you a super eight for the rest of this month. Yo, I feel like yo, I feel like I'm so detached a little bit from the industry. Like I only met. About it, she's great people. Yeah. I really only met her like last year. 
Yeah, because like, you, you probably know? met her right which right before she left Instagram. Exactly. But see, this the thing. She left Atlanta. I didn't know how many, like, I didn't know, like, this is what people don't understand about the industry. And, and I think you're the perfect person to speak on it. Because, you know, when they're looking at it, the shit that they don't see and the people who are connecting dots and pulling strings and putting shit together, they just look at it and be like, that's the Illuminati or some other shit. Yeah. Like, people, people don't even want to acknowledge it or understand it. But she's like the definition of, of people who, of somebody who I don't think, um, what's that shit called? Like the whole quarantine music on Instagram. Shit, I don't think that happens. Like remember when like even um, D Nice was DJing every weekend, yeah. or you know even the well, verse is popping off. Yeah, that. club yep. quarantine. Like I don't think that happens without her. Which is like it did. It wouldn't. Which which that's how I realized how influential she is. Yeah, she was strategic when she moved from Atlanta. It was to do what she's doing right now. She left Atlanta, went to Complex. Then she went to Com- she left Complex. I don't know what she did in between it, but I believe she went to Def Jam for a couple of years. Mm. She went, left Def Jam, went to Twitter. Left Twitter, went to Instagram. Now she at Clubhouse. But every time she ever went somewhere, it was always a call away if you needed something for us. Because, you know, Atlanta, we always had our shit going on, but we ain't really had nobody to really talk to. Ain't she got was no our, representation. She was man. our person. As long as we weren't doing no wacky shit, because if she, you do some funny shit, she not fucking with it. Don't yeah. call her phone and you on some weird shit. It don't matter if she know you and give you a hug. Get yeah. the fuck away from me. She's all about progression, you know, but Fadia like a goat in Atlanta, bro. Nah, that, that's dope. Yo, it, 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 so why Clubhouse ain't make you like just the head nigga? Like, because Clubhouse owned by some white people, right? Let's be honest. Yeah, pa- Yo, no, I know him. Paul, Rohan, as far as I know, that's the main two guys that I knew on it. And by the time, like, when I was getting that bitch lit, because I had the room, I had... Early, I had the most everything all the time. I was the nigga on there. I was getting my little shit from him, and yeah. I was seeing. And then I would have Zoom call. I had some Zoom. I never spoke with Rohan, but I used to have a lot of conversations with Paul and stuff like that in the early days. And I'm not going to lie. That's kind of what made Joe Budden say, fuck the app, and I don't blame him. What, what, what's the difference between – because you you still fuck with Clubhouse. Yeah. But Joe, he just put two because million Joe, things up in this is This is what like. Joe do. This is his career. It's like you. Like, yeah, if you yeah. found an app you really liked, and then you talking to them because you know the business and you know they playing, you like, well, fuck this app. A nigga like me, I'm a manager. So it's like, as much as I'm like, yeah, that's lame. They not doing this or that for me. I don't even care about having an understanding as much because I'm looking at it like, oh, Savage on here is helping him with his business. I'm locking in different opportunities outside of it. Joe like, listen, bro, this is not how this shit work. This shit getting lit. I'm not about to participate in this. Let me take a step back, especially after I try to have a conversation with you and it's not met with the, you know, the shit that I feel like it should be met with. I agree with Joe. With, yo, I agree yo, with him. By too. the way, I agree with a lot of Joe business shit. Yeah. One thing I never, ever agree with is how he do it. Because when, when Joe yeah. don't fuck with you no more, Joe pour the gasoline and drop a fire and walk out the door. Like, True. He, yo, I, he ne- I never, I, as far as how he did Clubhouse, though, I agree with him 100% because I seen what he tried to do behind the scenes. Really? I see what he tried to do behind. This is the thing. No, I, but after you burn that bridge, they can't bring you back in, though. It ain't, it ain't about what they can't do. It's what they need to do. Explain. Bro, the nigga's the culture. Like, you could, look, bro, Michael Jordan could have walked in the fucking Bulls arena every day his whole career and said, I fucking hate y'all niggas. He could have walked out every night after a game, said, nobody shake my hand. They going to always make sure they swing them doors open when he walk back in because he going to do what the fuck he need to do, given the opportunity. So how important to that? I thought Joe was like just one of the people who just jumped on it. Like he was on there. Early. I heard about before, him. He was on there before me, bro. I, but, but here how I looked at it, and, and this I kind of criticized Joe on this, though. I felt like Joe gave the milk away for free. 
that proverbial term. Like, he gave away the milk for free, then asked niggas, like, yo, wait, what's up? You ain't going to buy the cow? What's up? Joe yeah. was talking about shit that went on this private app at the time, all the time, that I said, what the fuck is Clubhouse? At first, yeah, I think Joe, every- Joe got me lit because he would be talking about shit, and most of that shit was in my rooms and stuff. So it got me lit. And then one time I was on one of his shits, he called me about some Atlanta shit when Gucci and Jeezy yeah. had it. Joe because of Clubhouse. That got me lit. That relationship with him and like him always talking about stuff in Clubhouse and that shit happened in my rooms got me lit on that end of like audio, the audio conversation space. Be honest though, because I, I get you know, look, bro, 100% honest. You said what Clubhouse should have did, but why would Clubhouse go to Joe and be like, yo, you deserve this when Joe gave the promotion for free? I did the same thing and they gave it to me. You stayed on the app. Yeah, but and, and, and then and then they knew they needed to keep you on the app. But see, so basically that, you were putting in the work. That's my discrepancy with Clubhouse, though. Don't wait till shit about to hit the fan and scramble to do shit that you should. That's every company. That's yeah. record labels. You know and that. Get, and, and, and that's what I'm saying. And I'll be fine with it. But don't communicate with us. Don't ask us for ideas. It's not that we felt like we was old. Summer. We like this. The difference between an Instagram and Twitter and all these apps we use early or whatever. Right. We could feel like we made it lit. Right. But we use it. We don't know the owner. We don't know the person that could really pull the, the string, so we can only just be mad and hope they hear it, right? But when an owner speaks with you from day one, asks you questions, gets on the phone, do all that shit. Why your lawyer involved? You're not thinking like that. Well, I, I can't speak for Joe. I'm just in my situation. I'm speaking for me. Me, I'm not. I wasn't thinking like that, like, at all. I'm not going to hold you, bro. I had so many different opportunities lined up. It was Awesome for me to be on there. But, 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 so like, but me, I, I, I pitch shows, right? Yeah. I know if mm-hmm. I was about to sit down with, say, Viacom's call me and be like, yo, I can want to have a meeting with you. I go in there and they say, yo, yo, what type of like, you know, shows like you kind of like thinking about or working on or you would like to have? And oh, I no, give them the. No, you need a look. No, niggas wasn't doing that. Yeah, but if you giving them ideas like, yo, you should do the but app see, like Joe this. Joe wasn't doing that. I was doing that because I didn't have an understanding. You get what I'm saying? Joe was only talking to them like, yo, you're on this motherfucker. You see me. This, this, this is my fake impersonation. You see me. You see guys from Atlanta like Measy. You see, you, you see these people that were pushing the culture. The culture's making the app. What are you guys going to do? And they didn't give him the answer he wanted. So he's like, all right, let me go back and get my money where else. Fuck you guys. And that's what he did. And he never got back on till, I mean, even now, I mean, now he's back on, but he's not on. Like you say, he's in a private room. He fuck with who he fuck with, but it's not no, oh, I got something to say or no. He's just using the app for what he wants. Maybe for hoes, probably. So, so did he, did he ever, so did they give out ownership? Like to the people who at least contributed? Yeah, but it was a fight. And I don't know. I, I personally think I'm going to take credit for the people that did get a piece of equity because uh, what happened was, I mean, shit, I don't give a fuck. I'll talk about it. Uh, you know, I always had a good relationship with the people over there. So through time, they were telling me, and this is a thing I fuck with Clubhouse and even being on there. I didn't know about seeds, ACs, BCs, you know, angel investors, all this shit, bro. I didn't know nothing about this. So you can't just wake up a company. This is today to Clubhouse credit. Let's say this. You got it lit, right? Act. If I make a company, bro, and I just close my AC and you get it lit a month after I close my AC, I can't give you equity. I have to literally wait till okay. we do another round of funding. So now it's her equity. No, no. Yeah, but, but, but. Free. Okay, but I think what people were thinking is that 
whoever the owner is, I got the majority of the equity. He's supposed to be like, yo, Measy, whoever, whoever, take a piece of my shit. See, I don't know how that worked. See, that's 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 the thing. I, we might be speaking from an opinionated basis. I don't know if you could just wake up and just do that. I still, I don't know. I don't ask. I, this is what I'm saying. I'm only speaking from a regular nigga's perspective. Not a nigga who knows just a lot about tech. A nigga who just walk into buildings and know this is how it go. This is just my personal opinion on the situation. And I think Joe was fucked up when he read that article that Clubhouse was like evaluated at a billion. He was like fucked them before that. Yeah, you, no, well, like... I wonder how you felt though. When, when you when you hear that a company that you know that you probably wanted to see, I was you, mad. You one of the vital I was organs mad at of. first. I was mad at first until you know the seat opened and they said they're gonna let us in the pre billion evaluation. So that means okay. they acknowledged me and Savage's contribution to get it there. Mm, okay, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, most people in that seat, you know, they they put in on that Billy, you know, moving forward. They kind of, you know, we put in on the the pre evaluation. Okay, okay. So, so they they gave you a little bit of we like got, yeah. So it's like that. It's like pre. It's, it's not pre IPO because they're not at IPO stage yet, but but like pre like seeding type. Yeah, and I, like I say, I don't want to word this shit wrong because you know it's a whole bunch of tech people. Out there. He doesn't know. Listen, bro, I don't understand exactly what I'm saying, but I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Because at this point, this is not me just on the phone with them saying, yeah, this is lawyers and shit. I don't even fucking yeah. understand the verbiage. I just know. All right, I know goddamn what the evaluation is. Whenever right they now. get sold, you get the fucking check. That's the thing. Yeah, knock on wood. You know, it's they got a lot of work to do. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, is Clubhouse dead? It's not dead. It's a whole world there, but it could be. Spaces it, it, stole the whole flow, whole formula, word for uh, word. Ball spaces. For ball. I feel like all the other audio spaces, uh, including you know, you on one right now that I see green room, and I kind of like it. Yeah, but listen, the, you know. Spotify, Spotify. Spotify. Look, shout act. out to Spotify. Of course, Spotify say your act. But th- we got to get one of your live th- podcasts th- on there. I said it. Yo, let's this run the it thing, up. bro. All the other activations paid the right people to influence the right people to stay there. Mm. Where goddamn Clubhouse just sat around and just let motherfuckers. Break, now break that down because I, I'm with you on this. You know, and by the way, that was my resentment at first. I felt robbed when I came on Clubhouse. Right? Yeah. It wasn't that. It was a big moment, and people were oh, some like oh, people were jumping. It was like I didn't feel like I felt like the app had a moment, and I felt like I was helping. I felt like I just built a pyramid, yeah. And it, it, everybody was just like, yeah, just remember how you helped build it, but we still own it. And it was no acknowledgement. I remember they hit me and say, yo, yo, you've had one of the biggest rooms ever, and I'm like. Yeah, I'm a controversial, polarizing figure. I live with it. I wear it on my sleeve. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Whether on Twitter, Instagram, or YouTube, it's going to be what it is. I like Clubhouse, but damn, how could this shit kind of help me in what yeah, I'm doing? Because exactly. in every other platform, if I have that moment. They're reaching out like, what can we do? Or I'm getting paid tens of thousands of dollars. 100%. And that's where I feel like you know Clubhouse, what I mean? Clubhouse fuck up, and they still fucking up because... Every other audio platform, whether it's what Facebook got going on, I don't have meetings with them. I know what Twitter Spaces is doing in their spaces and how they contributing to what people got going on. And then you even got Spotify Green Room, where even if they're not paying, like it's they want to agree with me. Yeah, shit. Tell them to hit me because right now you sure? I want to fuck them. You, you got going on? Let me it. tell you, bro. Your part, your part. Order just though. I don't give a fuck, bro. I, shit, it's a lot of men. Nas don't walk around turning down checks because he invested in 10, 30 different companies. He not going to turn down a check. You think because he invested in uh, Get Jiggy With It Vodka that if motherfucking Hennessy call him and give him, give him a million dollar check, oh, no. Nah. No. Fuck that. Hey, you, 
listen, you're, you're saying this probably a little tongue-in-cheek. I promise you, they're going to listen to this episode. I don't care. And they hit me. So. Let me tell you. <laughs> that means they hit let, you. I'm telling you, they're going to do it. Let me tell you. I've been so open about this. This isn't like an exclusive you getting from me. The, the staff knows how I feel about what I'm talking about right now. So are there no plans? Because I think, I think listen. I, I want them to pay a black creator, and then I'll start making rooms there. I know they can't pay me. It's double dipping. They can't. I, I think that's how it works maybe because of, you know, being an um, a investor or something. They can't necessarily. I don't want to get in that because I don't understand it. But if that's, I think that's what I've been told, and I respect hey. that, right? But I right, and I'll go into it and I'll even dive off because you know we, I just did some shit with Ian Dior yeah. on Green Room, and by the way, you know it's part of my Spotify. I got Green Room too, so you know obviously the price goes up when they need me to be going going on Green Room, right? Mm-hmm. But here's the thing, and and it depends on where you're gonna come in for it, and this is what I think about every moment. You see, when you have a moment where you're you're one of the people who are who's keeping an app afloat. If you bring a thousand people there, what do you think that's worth in dollars? Yeah, that's something I don't know. When you bring ten thousand, because play this, when you have one viral moment, fuck what that room held. That shit everywhere else, everybody like, yo, Talking where's this? It. At first, based on shit that y'all were doing, because I, I didn't have an invite. Nadeska sent me an invite. I was hearing Joe and everybody told about what's going on in this app. Who's making those moments that's attracting, yo, in every building, every company, especially social media company, they spend the most amount of money on acquiring users. You know, when they're going to they're gonna sell, they're going to be like, we have this amount. And when they evaluate the company, they're going to be like, we have this amount of people who sign up. We have this amount of people who log in monthly. We have this amount of people who spend at least one or two hours a day. So when you get the moat, you, like you on there, you having fun, like you getting, you making a lot of business things for yourself. But when you think about the overall impact, you say, "Oh shit, man! I helped bring y'all like a hundred thousand people." Yeah, it's it can't even be quantified. more than a hundred thousand. It can't be quantified. What does that look like on paper for the net worth or what they could potentially sell for afterwards? Yeah, I agree. And and, and I think acknowledging that not only with allowing y'all to be a part of the investing crowd or give y'all some equity, but they should be like, yo, listen, these events where we could almost guarantee is going to affect culture. It's going to bring in yeah. new people here. They don't do that. Yo, we got to set up some shit for payment. And they don't, they don't do that. Now what I will say, what I will say is this, they do throw oops. Cause at this point, Clubhouse is getting a lot of brands and things that reach out. And mm-hmm. what they do do is pay attention to different creators. And what they will do is link them. I've done that before. Like, they've definitely done that. Like, yo, Showtime wants to do this. Measy's the guy for this. The Mizo Estates is the guy for this. Yeah. You talk to them, you do your thing. You They don't get in between that. Mm-hmm. What they do is what they're doing right now is putting the creators with the brands. Because they want the brands on the app. But they obviously, some rooms, they're not going to hold with the brands. They want the creators to hold. So they're going to reach out to this person and then... That's how you get your money. They do do that to that to that credit. I get them that. But as far as that other shit, that's really my discrepancy. Is like, all right, I don't really want to be paid from Clubhouse. You know, I'm I'm happy what they done for me, but I don't like how they like it's lit ass motherfuckers on the app. See, this is my issue. When they made this thing called like a creators first program or something, and they's like, oh, all right, we gonna pay these whatever number of creators ten thousand dollars a month to help them create, and it's like a scheduled content like once or twice a week or some shit, right? That was cool. But then they picked like 
the weakest people got five people in a room. You trying to like record label oh, this okay. shit. Like, so it's like, that's whack. When you yeah, got yeah. motherfuckers on here that really have a crowd. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Bro, you got a nigga like Hollywood Unlocked, right? Yeah, Jason. Yeah. Jason was on that bitch. Had it lit. That's a nigga, if I didn't even fuck with Clubhouse, if I knew he had one of them type rooms once a week or twice a week, I'll just go listen to him. When but I get on there, I usually see your room and his room. But you don't want to pay him that? Like, that's lame to me. Like, I did, I don't, and that's why I, my discrepancy with some of the staff I talked about, I'm like, bro, pay a black creator, not just technically. Pay the niggas who lit, man. Yeah, not technically black. Like, they were like, we have black creator. Listen, bro, it ain't nobody lit getting paid. And then y'all wonder why niggas be mad and shit. Another reason, it, it's 50 52. Some shit I disagree with when people be mad at Clubhouse, but then Clubhouse gotta just eat that shit when you do a town hall every week and everybody's accessible to the staff and the owners. So yes, you gonna feel false entitled. We can't call fucking uh, Mark Zuckerberg because he not he's not holding a fucking town hall Hell and no. communicate with his users. He, he distances himself. So now you want to be part of the community. You need to listen to the community and talk to them when they got a gripe. Don't just tell them what the fuck you working on and niggas supposed to move on. Now you got a whole bunch of frustrated people and then you got five other audio apps that are doing everything that y'all are supposed to do. Clubhouse is supposed to be a top 10 app right now as far as social media and it's not. And the reason Yo, why it's not they is had because culture. Yep. They had culture. A hundred percent. They had an app <clears throat> where every cultural conversation was starting from there and spreading to the other platforms. Yeah. And it's not too late, but I feel like it's getting to the point where it might be. It's not. And the reason why it's not, I'm gonna say it right now, and it's controversial. Culture will leave. It's con mm. and the reason why it's not all the way left yet is it is as controversial as it is, and as much as I honestly, you know, they can't necessarily fund those dramatic conversations. Whack got that app on his back. I said that. Wack got an app on his back, but that's also tough for Clubhouse. Because okay. I, I had the same conversation as well. Because it's like you can't pay for con black controversy the day you decide to pay a nigga. True. So it's like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> but but it's so 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 you're right. It might be too late. And it's kind of <laughs> sad. But you know, at its peak, I think. Everything that was going through culture, like, for example, I, mean, I ain't gonna lie to you, and you know me. I felt like for the last few years, in hip-hop culture at least, that's, that's why, like, certain website and old-school blogs went out of the way because everything that was happening in hip-hop culture was passing through Instagram blogs. So that's even why I even started popping shit, too, because I'm like, yo, this is where it's happening at. But for in the last year, with pandemic and all that, all the... Conversations moved off Twitter. Instagram never really been a place yeah, of conversations. And even podcasts, yeah, they're cool, but the realest shit was happening where niggas would just, yo, if somebody talking about a live issue, it's not like, oh, yeah, we talking about this motherfucker, he don't show up. You talking to somebody and everybody's there. Yeah. And Clubhouse was the cultural hotspot for that shit. And how you deal with culture is always interesting to see, but we'll see where it goes. Yeah, they did hire a lot of... You, to their defense, all the early issues was because it was three people, four people working there. You had the two owners. It was a, a beautiful lady by the name of Anu, and then it was a, a lady named Stephanie. From there, when they acquired, it's a lady named Maya, an African-American lady, and Fadia, 
That's why you kind of getting where they was trying to, because those people came in trying to be more fair to the people. They, You know what I'm saying? They were actually users before they got hired there. So it's like they, they hired a lot of pieces to help bring in that stuff, but it's also like imagine getting hired in a building that's still open, but it's on fire. Mm. And it's not just a little bit on fire. The whole building's on fire, but y'all still got to go up and sit at your desk and they trying to got to get the fire out too. So it's like hard, in my opinion, for them. And probably you got to get like approvals to certain shit. It's, it's a lot. It's not and like then it's a lot of it's a lot of fucking false entitlement at this point too, because it's a lot of motherfuckers that they jump into the fight of we need this, we need this, and you don't need shit. You're not a content creator. You don't really do anything that adds value. How can somebody financially back a lot of this bullshit? It's a lot of that conversation too. So when it's like a person with a real gripe and a real fight, you have. 30 other people trying to, you know, Kinda. bunch in and it, yeah, it devalues yeah, yeah. what this person is. It devalues what this person is trying to do that has the right to do it. But I just feel like, bruh, pay the lit shit. Pay attention to your numbers. If it's not some controversial shit, pay attention to them people who are really bringing value to the shit and pay them. And if they're doing this off the kindness of their heart, watch what the fuck happens. I still feel like if they call Jason right now, I think you got to deal with somebody else or some uh, audio space. But I still truly feel like if they was to hit a nigga like that up, that's genius. Like, pay Yo, attention. They stop playing Green Room on their ass. Green, green, I mean, you got Green Room, check. you got Facebook and Yo, Twitter Spaces. And, and here's like, the thing, though. I think they might be looking at, for example, like Twitter Spaces and, and realize that, listen, Twitter already has like an ecosystem. Them adding Spaces, they don't necessarily need to appreciate their community yeah. like how you do. Exactly. Your shit cultural. That that is just open for the entire. It's already like, on there. It's just an option they can use. It's exactly. like having a. It's like playing street ball on two K. Yeah, yeah. Most niggas just go to the regular game, but now we can go on the court in the hood. And play. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yo, yo, switching gears real quick to some real serious shit, because you know, I, you know, we were talking even sure. off camera, just about like how how you know we try to move around and kind of be yeah. safe. Um. Yesterday we got this the very sad and unfortunate news of the passing of yeah. Young Dog. Rest in peace, Young Dog. I yeah. was actually cool with him. Like Yo, I, that, that. Like I don't know why I'm even conditioned to think like this a bit when it comes to, to certain rappers. I'm, when I first heard that he was in an incident, I'm like, "I right, tell me about to pull through." Like you know, what I, mean? yeah, I was thinking worse. Like, I, I my head, I'm like, again, God damn, bro. I'm thinking like, oh, it's just some shit. And we're going to hear a song about it or he going to post some cocky shit like these yeah, fuck yeah. niggas done tried some shit. I was not thinking death whatsoever. Man, that shit was so sad and, you know, unexpected because, you know, Dolph at, at this time, you know, uh, he just dropped, you know, his artist and also like his family. Key Hawk, Key, Key yeah, Glock. Key Glock's project just dropped. You know, he been chilling, but he been working on a lot of stuff. You know, I work with, I work with Paper Route. You know what I mean? Like I He don't, was out oh, there for the turkey drive, bro. He was in the hood. Gearing up to Duke, I think the turkey drive was supposed to be today. Yeah. He was really there just handling his business on some boss philanthropic shit. You know what I'm saying? At that point, though, because, you know, like, I, I hate to even bring this up because it seemed like some sucker shit when you say it. But, man, like, do, do niggas really got to avoid their hometown? But I know shit happens everywhere. You but, like, when you look at some shit like that, like, you know, we Monday morning quarterbacking it. Right. Mm -hmm. By the way, you know, everybody's shit, you know, some they start to know your face. Like a nigga might have an issue exactly. with you for whatever reason. A nigga might just think you got a bag that he want. Something could happen right. to any one of us. And I think anybody who's a celebrity, you have to move very you have to a certain way. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. He goes back to his hometown, you know, like 
one of the things I kind of looked at too. I'm like, that's one of the things, yo. I like it. I like really nice cars, but I don't know if I want the loudest car. But regardless of the situation, it ended unfortunately. How do you move in? Like, yo, you move around with Savage a lot of times. Yeah. You know, again, y'all doing business. You know, it's sure. like what, what people don't realize is like, man, I'm pretty sure if Dolph was moving around like, yo, hey, I'm on just straight gangster time, even though like people assume you on yeah. that all the time, it's like, but he, yo, he wasn't even like that. He wasn't even on that. I know yeah. he wasn't out there on a, I'm in the hood, fuck niggas. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was handling some shit. He was pulling up to his local favorite cookie spot. You know, like in Atlanta, we like big, it's a soul food place called Big Daddy's. It's a place you're going to go that you grew up to. Everybody has this place they went where they grew up at to get. It wasn't even on no street stuff. But what I say is how, like, shit, how we move is, honestly, you know, I'm from, like, I'm from Stone Mountain. Savage is, like, from Glenwood and stuff like that. Most of the time, bro, I go there, I'm going to, like, a friend's house who lives there. Like, my, my, one of my best friends on the Godfather's Sunshine. When I go to Stone Mountain, I'm at his house. When I'm not at his house... I'm driving through Stone Mountain or I'm visiting my old high school. It's, but I'm not chilling. You know what I'm saying? And even if I am, I got to move a certain way. Savage is always going to move a certain way. It's always going to be security present or, you know what I'm saying, or he's somewhere where he know he needs to be. Niggas just not in the hood like that no more, bro. Niggas not doing that. But, but, but let me say this to you. And this is for everybody who says, you know, the security thing too. I don't think Dolph was a nigga who was anti or too Nah, he wasn't security. too cool. It was just he let his guard down because he was at home. But yeah, but and this is what people don't realize. When people say they got security, it's kind of like, yo, I'm going this place. People probably don't be no. there, so that's what security. But but again, he was probably was like, yo, this and and tell me if I'm wrong. Is there any time that Savage would be like, yo, oh, I just had to run to go pick some shit up real quick? Like never. he's at a never. He don't do that at all, bro. Savage is not getting up off his ass running no motherfucking where by himself, bro. That's good. I feel like a lot of people, they have security for certain situations. And he don't like to be out like that. He's a very chill nigga. If you were, I mean, you talk to him a lot. Of course. All you hear is sticks wiggling when you talk to him. Yeah. Fucking playing 2K. Or he's in the studio. Yeah. Just because it ain't, it's too crazy out here. It's like, that's his comfort zone. And, and I'm I'm proud and happy that that's his comfort zone. We don't even like after parties. Yo, but he be in Atlanta though. And you we never. be in Atlanta. Yo, when I went down there and, and like even just talking to him and him just giving the story of his come up, like his thing was. And that's what, you know, I think everybody has mm-hmm. to acknowledge. Because, you know, fuck what people might think happened to Dolph or who he was into it with. Man, you never know if it's some nigga from the third grade who has something against or Bro, some nigga who's driving and cut a nigga off on the road, my nigga. Exactly. He could have been. It, it, I don't, I, you know, that's why I say I don't speculate because that's the worst thing on earth, man. Like, imagine if me and you get into it right now. Imagine me, I imagine if I ain't like you forever, yeah. nigga. And yesterday, I'm like, you a bitch. Yeah. I hope you die. And then something happened to you. The worst thing, I just don't wish you, I don't wish death on you, but I also don't wish that weight that's on me because everybody looking because me and you got into it. So that's why I don't necessarily speculate because things happen. And then it's like everybody talking this and saying names and saying what it could be, bro. When you, if I go to Stone Mountain right now, bro, it's niggas that do not fuck with me, bro. But if something happened, it ain't no guarantee where that shit came from or what could have happened. You but, know what I'm saying? But, 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 but all right. So, so, okay. You go to Stone Mountain. I know there's one shop, one place that you feel like, yo, I could pull up Grab something. No. Stop it. Real quick. Now, I do. Don't get me. Like, don't, a don't real get quick me, pop of like. Don't get me wrong. I'll do it, but I do not think it's okay. I know I'm tripping right now. 
I, I got my file on me and everything. I got a gun license, so I can do that. I'm not yeah. just them thugs. Thank God for Atlanta. Oh, for sure. I can show you my shit. My permit is real pretty. I'm proud of it. Shit, I, I I got permits for a lot of states. Jersey a little tough, but I, yeah, I got yeah, per- I got permits. I got permits for every other state. This is up north, and that's why a lot of southern niggas don't like coming to New York. Of course, because it's like we got a comfort zone. We able to carry our firearms. It's not like we're doing anything. Then you go to New York. It's like they strip you of your safety, and then it's like if you get into something, you don't know what type of time. And it's like, bro, all that squaring up in the street shit, bro. Yo, yo, the people like Fuck all like. That. Most of the people who have a weapon is probably to protect themselves. Like, and the people, so you make all these laws. Bro, so you're yes. trying to get the guns out of everybody's hand, right? At least over here in Jersey and New and York. you're really giving the advantage to the niggas who want of the bullshit. Of course, because they're not thinking about the law. They're going to do what they're going to do anyway. Our Lennox Mall is supposed to be one of the nicest malls in Atlanta, right? Now it's one of the worst malls, but it's still yo, nice. Yo, break down that fuck. Yo, you know I went to Lennox? I went to Lennox Mall two or three times. I just got into it with him. I was about to tell you a story about security in the middle yo, of the Yo, please. please. So, yo, it's so, it's so, it's an interesting thing well, over there. Two days before, you got Lennox right here and Phipps Plaza across the street. Phipps yeah, Plaza yeah, yeah. is like the super high-end shit, and Lennox is like the high-end, but you can still get some Nikes and Jordans out of it. Mall, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So the first thing is is my girl's birthday, which is today. Happy birthday, Alexa. Hey. Um, so anyway, I'm going to Phipps, and I go through the main. I usually go through Saks. I don't, I don't go through the main entrance of Phipps Plaza. But, you know, I had the driver drop me off at the front. So I'm going, and it's a metal detector. I have my firearm on me. But wait, I, wait, 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 wait. There's a metal detector where? Like, in it, the, in, like the entrance, when you walk through, it's two security guards. You walk through the metal detector to make sure you don't have a firearm. In Lennox? No, in Phipps and Lennox. I'm just giving you Phipps first. I ain't even go to Lennox yet. This is two days before the Lennox story I'm about to tell you about. So I go to Phipps, right? I see the metal I'm not de- going nowhere. <laughs> I, I see the metal detector, right? <laughs> what? So I'm like, I walk through that shit confidently because I'm a proud firearms license to carry nigga, and I'm not putting that shit away for no fucking body because if I really was on some bullshit, I wouldn't even be going through this metal detector. So you're yeah. about to make sure I put my shit up. But anyway, I walk through, I tell him I got my firearm. Oh, you can't go in or go put it up. I said, the mall's so stupid. I said, all right, cool. I walked out the entrance and just went in sacks. Went shopping, got everything I needed, and just to be an asshole, I left past the place I had to walk through the metal detector. And then I looked at him, I said, hey, dog, you know, like, how stupid this is? They they didn't want to agree to not lose their job, and they were like, yeah, we know. I said, bro, it's eight inch. Y'all have two entrances with metal detectors. But it's eight other entrances in here where I could walk in. So if I was really crazy, you think I would argue with y'all clowns about this shit? <laughs> so look, they laughed, and we, I walked away. I go to Lennox, bro. I can say this because by the time it aired, I already gave it to her. I got to get my girl. I got my girl Cartier bracelet. Yeah. So I go to Cartier. So the entrance to where, like, you know, Lennox got. They got, they got metal Texas over there? But wait, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to give you a breakdown. So if you go through, like, the food court area, they got a metal detector at that entrance, and the valet entrance got a metal detector. No other entrance have a metal detector. So where I entered the mall, the entrance I entered is the nicest. It's the strip, the nicest strip of the mall. It's Cartier, Louis Vuitton, Fendi, Neiman Marcus. It's like that strip. No metal detector at that entrance. So I go get my Cartier bracelet, right? Go shopping, walk around. I go down because I'm hungry. I'm going down to the food court. I get on the escalator. They're like, you went off. We need to check you. I say, fuck no. I got $10,000 in my bag right now. I'm not letting you check me. Y'all should have been did that shit. Wait, wait, wait. So you're in the mall, but I've you go down to the food. i already. And they got, that's why I'm like, what? So I'm like, you know what? 
I already got what I needed, so I left. Yo, it's like it's like imagine they throwing a party, but they only check in for weapons when you go to Bruh, the bathroom. It's crazy. Like you in a party already, nigga, with the shit. So I'm leaving, and this is what really made me mad. I respected it, but I'm walking, and I realized. So you just turned back, pretty much. I'm like, I got what I needed. Yeah. I'll get food somewhere else. I'm not arguing with y'all. The niggas on me to the point. First off, in Atlanta, I still got a name. The way he's walking with me, it looks as if you I me, stole sure. something. No, it oh, looks bro, as bro, if bro. like, damn, me's like if let's say. If I ran into you while yeah. I was leaving, you'd be like, yo, you good? What yeah. the fuck happened? What'd oh, you do? <laughs> so I turned around and said, bro, can you just, I get you want to make sure I'm out the mall, right? Back the fuck up. So I went on live. I'm like, bro, look at this shit. This is crazy. Give me 20 feet. I'm not that fast, bro. If I try to run away from you, catch me, bro. You, you This nigga's in shape like a motherfucker. I got just doing my job. I say, bro, y'all fucking up because if I was a fucking mass shooter, I would go through. I pointed at every door. I said, dog, if I wanted to do something, I would never have to see you. What's the fucking point of that then? I feel like niggas do the bare minimum now to cover their ass just in case something happened, but they do not care about the people it happens to. Well, we had our metal detect. Like, you get what I'm saying? Niggas just doing shit, but it doesn't matter. And it's crazy, man. But one thing, I'm not going without my firearm because, nigga, I'm in Georgia and it's legal. Fuck you, bro. Because you're the niggas that's going to follow the rules is the niggas that need it. If yeah. I really wanted to shoot somebody, I'm not going to be like, oh, officer, I'm sorry. Let me put my gun back. <laughs> I'm going to go through the entrance with no metal detector. So yeah. you disarm. Nigga, if anything, if a crazy motherfucker come in here shooting, if you the only nigga armed and you're shot, you going to wish you didn't tell me to go to the car. Because yeah. I'm an ally. We can do citizens arrest this motherfucker. Hey, hey, listen, I agree with all of that. But, but even, like, just even popping out, though. So like, yo, Lennox is a different place. Like, yeah, I don't the feel shit safe. That I be, there. I be hearing about Lennox. Like, how do you maneuver through Lennox? You go, you you need to know. Well, I mean, at my age and like what I got, uh, who I am, I feel like if you're a regular person, it's okay, I guess. But but, but if you have any type of name notoriety, my like, nigga, go. They're expecting you to spend a lot of money. Just go to where you going. Like, I go to Lennox. I know what I'm getting already. I never go to Lenny's to shop. Oh, you can't just like, oh, I'm just briskly walking through I don't, the mall. I'm I go won't say you store. can't, but I don't you. know no nigga that will. When I'm going there and I need comforters, I'm going at Macy's, going to the third floor, getting my comforters, going. If I need to grab some jeans from G-Star, I'm going through the valet entrance, go upstairs, get it. Nike store, valet entrance, get my shoes. If I need to go to Foot Locker, I go through the food court entrance, go to Foot, go to foot Locker, get my shoes, leave. I don't shop. If I need to go two or three stores, I know the two or three stores I'm walking to go. I'm not checking out some cool store like, damn, that shit look hard. Yeah. Fuck no. I you, you never just sit in the food court like, yeah, let me just eat the no. shit real quick. My girl, the first, my girl from here, she from, she, well, she not, yeah, she from New York. So goddamn, the first time I took her, she was like, why you acting like that? Why you moving like that? I said, bro, what do you need? Let's get it. Hey, I get that a lot with people I'm with that it makes me look like, yo, Dog, why you just always on that type of timing? Like, why you why it's always on a swivel? And, like, it's hard to explain because sometimes I'll be dealing with or dating people that's not really in the industry. So mm-hmm. they're always like, yo, what, yo, why are you, like, kind of like that? And I'm like, got to be. damn, like, I don't know how to explain to you that there's a heightened sense of security when you go out on some nonchalant shit. Like, mm-hmm. yo... For you, you're thinking, oh, I'm out to this nice small center, but for Soon me, we're like, pop, yo. Pop, 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 you're going to be calling me breathing hard, like, well, are you, Because uh? that's what happened with my girl. She went out to some shit. She went out to some bowling alley. I said, hey. Yo, everybody got guns in Atlanta, don't they? Yeah, for sure. Fuck. So I'm like, hey, baby, I'm not going. I don't feel the vibe. 
well, I'm going out. You know, I'm going to have fun. I'm like, listen, be safe. Hour later, these niggas are shooting. I left my purse. I, I just got that little Travis Scott purse. I liked it. I was kind of <laughs> mad. I'm like, damn, you just got that shit. Oh, I thought you were going to show up like, no, I'm about to get that shit back for you, Man, nah, <laughs> luckily somebody got it and gave it back to her, thank <laughs> God. But that's what she learned. She was like, because you know how you know how niggas be fake tough? Yeah. And, like, a lot of girls be thinking, like, a nigga just be saying something to feel street. Like, be careful, you know, it's crazy out here. But they don't mean it. Yeah. So I tell her, like. <laughs> Bruh, be like, safe. Oh, Meezy's so cute. Like, yeah, he's just, like, he's just trying, he's just trying, he's trying, trying to, to impress you. me. Yeah. No, I don't. Like, at night, I don't drive. Yeah. Like, I have a driver at night. I have a very distinctive truck. Yeah. So, if I'm out, like, or doing something, and my girl's driving and it's late, I'm like, where the fuck are you at? You do not need to be driving that truck at night. You do not know nothing about nothing, yeah. and I don't need that. If you need to go somewhere, let me know. I'll call you a driver. Or if you go to a friend house, that's cool. But if you're trying to be at the function, like my homeboy called me like, hey, bro, you passed my parking spot. I got you a spot. I'm like, what the fuck is you talking about? I'm out oh, doing something. She out with your vehicle. She at the skating rink. And I'm like, I call her. I said, look, be fucking careful because you parking somewhere. You going in somewhere. And then you could be driving. People somewhere. lining you up. Yeah, yo, I'm going to be honest with you. So, I, sure. I, And I even said that to Wack recently. I was like, yo, listen, I posted a bunch of, so I, I have a Lambo. Yeah, you, uh, you got them whips, bro. Don't do that to me. That Audi motherfucker. Don't do that to me, man. <laughs> oh, you got some shit, too? Man, I got old schools. I'm not. Yo, I ain't going to lie to you. Listen, when I went down to, to Atlanta, the Savage pulled out a car for every place he went. I couldn't believe that shit. Oh, yeah. No, Savage. No, Savage just Savage, got some shit, man. Savage got everything. Like, he inspired, he, he helped inspire me. Like, man, I, man. Listen, nobody might know you where you at, but still, even though I'm, I'm out the way, I don't care. I still treat like that. But For but, sure. but even saying that, the whole point of me saying that was, yo, those cars, and I posted it online, man, I, I rarely drive them cars. The car I drive, nobody see. Exactly. You got to like, have Nigga going to lie to you in that shit. Be like, oh, word, that's this. Oh, so that's what we got to wait yep. for. You at the movie theater you ain't chilling, never gonna you see me in that shit. the movie theater and boom. He, yo, he the only one with that car. We know he here. You know what I mean? So exa that's exactly what you content. Your girl like, yo. Man, you know, like, my homies, and if my homies know, a nigga who I might not know have problems with me exactly. or he looking at me because I'm with blah, 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 trying to, like, get the drop on me, going to be like, oh, I see that car. That mean so-and-so here. He might be with so-and-so. Let's. So I definitely agree with that. I think I'm telling you, and and I don't know, like, I really think that um, Dolph's car probably helped give him a Yo, it's mad bright, man. Yeah, he got, and, the, and he got those... the camo motherfucker. But I think it I I I think it gave him away, but I also just feel like, bruh, that was just that incident take the celebrity out of it, bruh. That shit happens every day by accident as well. I feel like whether he had the non camo or not, it's always a nigga that's just doing something, minding his business, not on no bullshit, that run into some crazy shit like that, and it just kinda happened to him. I feel like like if you in the hood, if you from the hood. Like, that shit could happen to anybody who ever had any type of street activity. All right, let me ask you a question then. Does that happen if if Dolph was, I don't know, he he in L.A. somewhere? It happened. He in Atlanta. Oh, all right, that, but, but, but that's because that's some hotel shit. And shit, told me on some hotel shit, which is interesting. Yo, on that same clubhouse shit, which this is the story I was going to get to before we was going yeah. over clubhouse. Yo, I'm on clubhouse Measy's on Clubhouse, and I forgot what the fuck we was going to talk about, like, on that room. But, of course, somebody come in, told about that Chicago shit, and everybody everybody always got, the like, second yo. second time. Yeah, and everybody's, recently, yeah. Yeah, and everybody's like, yo. Then everybody, you know, 
sometimes clubhouse be like a little piggybacking situation. But like, well, I ain't gonna lie, I, I don't know about that other shit, but you did do this type of shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm going back and forth with one individual. So I posted some sh- shit about an artist, Nardo Wick. You know, salute to Nardo Wick. And um, and I'm like, yo, I'm like, yo, who the fuck is this? That's the thing about clubhouse. Oh yeah, you know that's the thing, yo. Clubhouse, they gotta start verifying niggas who really connected to some shit. Yeah. Because when I'm on Clubhouse, I know you. I know you really connected to some shit. I don't know too yeah, many you're just niggas. thinking niggas is talking. You don't know that. I be thinking it's niggas with the internet. That's why I hit you on the side. I was like, yeah, Yo, he official. Like, I be thinking yeah. it's in a, niggas with the internet connection. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm like, yo, who is this? <laughs> so I'm I'm tight. I'm tight because I'm like, yo. Yo, I just dealt with a Chicago dudes, and this nigga come with yeah. this shit. I'm like, damn. So anyway, you, I, he hit me on the side. He said, "Ah, keep it a hundred. This nigga official. He connected to some shit. If he's saying some shit about some shit that he think he know, he not saying that as no yeah. fan. He knows he, as a he, fact. Yeah, he needs to see something if yeah, he yeah. don't know what's going on. Yeah. Now, you know, luckily and everything, you know, we went. Me and him connected in DMs, rectified everything. But as soon as I pull up to LA. I didn't even book a telly because, like, I was out to do some content. And then I was like, yo, I wasn't even going to say a telly. It was probably Airbnb. But I know because even the possible. Yo, I'd be like, so apparent. I don't even, I used to stay in the hills too, bro. Yeah. I don't stay in the hills yeah, no more. Yeah, so, so, so now I move a little bit different. But anyway, I say, yo, I need a place for the night. I go to this one place that's usually low key. Nigga, I pull up there. And as soon as I pull up there, I see a nigga who's on kind of like a balcony. Because that's how that place is set up. The Montrose. Oh my God! You gave it away, you nigga. Do not need, no, I didn't. Don't stay there. Act. You never need to stay there. Nigga, why you gave it away? Uh, you want to know why you I gave it away? Right there. Hold on. You want to know why I gave it away? That's why I stayed. BT you never years ago listen. With the you never ever need to stay there as academics. You want to know why? Why? I could tell you this, and any rapper could tell you that is the that is the first time in LA I'm about to get signed. Starter kit hotel. Every really? rap because it, it's smoke friendly. I love that hotel, but it's the if a label is courting you, that's the room they're going to give you. I don't lie. One of the first time I went there, the label paid the whole bill yeah. and they put me there. Look, bro, you don't never need to be there. That's why I say it to help you. How the fuck you know it was there? Balcony. And it got like the little vibe. It feel like a studio vibe and yeah. it smoked freely. It's a, I love the room. I, I'll get a room there. But at, you didn't need to be there anyway. It's everybody. I was trying there. to get it for the night. So, so yo, <laughs> years ago when I went there, like yeah. that's, you know the whole shit with Amigos and with Joe Budden? Yeah. We stayed there and I remember... I remember, like, my producer from Complex, when they were trying to find somewhere for us to stay, they was like, yo, we need to put them somewhere low-key off the grid. Yeah, and they, then they picked that spot. So from up. so from ever since that day, I'm like, low-key off the it's grid, not off L.A., the grid. that's the it's spot. Low key, it's low-key. It's high-key low-key. Because it's like the average person wouldn't know. But if you've been in the industry, know the shit. <laughs> bro, I'm telling you, bro. That's the first hotel we ever stayed in in L.A. You lying. It's the starter kit. Nigga, I'm not joking. Nigga, so I pull up. I see a nigga on the balcony. The niggas see me because, you know, so we in the SUV. Yeah. But, like, I was in the back seat type cooling. But, like, all of a sudden, we got food from some place. So I'm in the front seat now. Yeah. You feel me? But there ain't no tents right there. So we pull up to this shit. I'm like, this is the low-key spot. I see a nigga. I see two niggas out front. I see a nigga on the balcony. The nigga on the balcony, like, I know you're probably starting to get this. When you get a little popular, like a little internet cloud or whatever the case is where people start recognizing you in public, you start recognizing when people recognize you before everybody around you. The energy, yeah. Not only the energy, you notice the double take. Mm -hmm. The double take, they're like, is that? Oh, Oh, that's, yeah. So I see the double take. The dude walked back inside. He come back out here on the phone, and he kind of looked back at me. 
quickly I look at my man, I'm like, yo, we finna oh, go out to spin the block real quick because look like a nigga yeah. just, that's the drop. You feel me? Anyway, we kind of like scope it out. This and third. She's some other niggas who's at the front. They look like they might be connected or whatever, whatever. Kind of peep it. This and third. We eventually then go in after a while. We go in. There's a nigga in front of me. Like, who is this nigga right here, man? And I ain't even thinking nothing about it because he was getting his room type shit. I'm like, whatever, whatever. Anyway, I get I get the rooms that we was going to get, like multiple people. We go upstairs, blah, blah. As soon as I get to the room, I get a text from the same nigga I was arguing on Clubhouse. Like, I can say a name because that's my boy. Of course, that's oh, my nigga too. I just want to make sure. Dirt, my nigga dirty, man. <laughs> dirty. dirty. Good, good, Yo, good dude. And good here's dude. a funny part about it. I didn't even know how it looked. So he was the nigga standing in front of me in the line to check in the yeah. hotel. I get upstairs, he's like, yo, I, I think, he's like, I, I don't know if I'm wrong, but I think I just seen you downstairs, blah, blah. He's like, yo, what up, man? By the way, good thing that we even you know, chopped because, it up and, yeah. Exactly. like, yo, yo, you know, yo, let's link, let's listen to music, let's, you know what I mean, just chop it up type shit, you know what I mean? And that shit was dope because, honestly, I got to understand how in L.A. it could have been the other way. Imagine if it was on some, I fuck niggas, smoke. smoke that nigga. It's when I see you, I see you, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now I'm in LA, I'm like, all right, well, he definitely ain't gonna be at this hotel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, 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 I ain't gonna lie, bro. Yeah, that's the, that's the, that's the one. That's you the starter you, you, you can smoke in there. So it's known, like, when you, everybody who go there, if you go to La Montrose, you straight. Like, you got everything you need. It got, it ain't just like a hotel room. It's like a, if you feel like you in an apartment, first of all. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they let you smoke. Even if they, you know, I know this bother They're like, we don't, but, you know, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. nigga, you can smoke in that bitch. Yo, leave. If this nigga never told us that, well, I ain't, no, ain't going to lie. I don't think it's we would have put a pullback it, it, up it's there. Still, it's still, like, it's still nice. I just say what for you. What the fuck I'm supposed to say? You got to tell me off camera. Don't tell yeah, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, got, I, got I got a little. Don't fuck up the other spots now. I, I, I'm never Montrose, going back the, there. The Montrose, man, they start raising their prices when I went out there. And I'm cheap that. when it comes to rooms. You know, so I I, I, I got a place I'm going to tell you. Yeah, all right, bet, 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 bet. But yeah, nah, like. So when I look at that type of situation, though, and I look at even, like, Dolph and his situations, I'm like, man, man, how do, like, when you moving around with Savage, like, how much is safety a concern? And, like, how safety, do you... the most important thing before anything that with or without me that he does. Safety is, like, safety, nigga, we, it's, it's before, safety before breathing. Because you got to understand, this man been through shit before rap. Yeah. So treat it the same way you treat it when you was on Glenwood, but now you actually can, you got the power to even do more to protect yourself. You got to. Do you, again, I'm not going to say put your guard down, but like. Never. When, when you're not in Atlanta, you be like, yo, well, we ain't got no fucking, niggas ain't beef with us out here. Like, the fuck? You he don't, mean? he don't, but I feel more regular out of town. Savage going to move like that no matter where the fuck he at. You know what I'm saying? But a nigga like me, if I'm in Colorado, I'm hopping in an Uber. I'm going everywhere. I'm chilling. Yo, I, I remember talking to um, King Von right before he died, mm -hmm. three days before he died. And I remember he was in New York at the time, right before he went to, I believe, Atlanta. And I remember I'm, this was on Zoom because of pandemic, pandemic shit, right? And the whole time I'm talking to him, looking left, looking right, like he's just kind of looking because he's in a car. He kind of looking at the, the rear view mirror. He's looking at the mm -hmm. side mirror. The whole time I'm like, yo, nigga, you not in Chicago? Ain't nobody beef with you out here? Like, you good. You regular. And, you know, obviously, I think with him, he was probably just thinking, nigga, I got issues. So, I don't know. Those know. those issues don't stay local. It could happen anywhere. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just one of the, the situations, just even with rappers in general, is like, man, yo, how hard is it? It, it, it? Do you just have to stay out the way? Do you just have to move out your hometown? I feel like I don't, 
I mean, see, I can't speak Atlanta so different than, like you say, when Boosie say that from Baton Rouge or, you know, Memphis. I can't compare. So I feel like Atlanta niggas, moving out of town for an Atlanta nigga is moving where I stay. Like, it ain't moving out of town. It's just taking a little 30, 35-minute drive to the city when you need to go to the city. That's moving out of town. Niggas ain't leaving Atlanta. But also, Atlanta, like... It, I don't know. I just I be thinking Atlanta's a little bit too little for like the amount of people who popping out there now. It is, but man, most like see Savage ain't no scene nigga. You got them rappers who be out at every lit function. They pop bottles. They be dancing. They always moving with the hoes. Then you got a nigga like Savage. Like, hey, what we need to do? Why do I need to be there? Is it a meeting you could take? Is it something I need to do? They need to talk to me now. I'm on the way. What we doing? He booked at a club. What time I need to be there? He looking at me, how many more minutes? I bet we go to a show, even shit. We, if we booked at a show, we get the jet. The jet go home that night. It don't matter. Even, you know, it don't matter nothing. Like, we're going to fly there, show over, back to the jet. Mm. He's, I get my money, I'm going to fuck home. He's always been like that. All right. And not to even bring this situation up, because I know it's dead. But still, say a situation, now y'all in the club, y'all got some hosting. But then there's somebody in the club, let's say like a 6'9". Let's not use him. Let's use some other artists. You don't know. You don't, you don't know. It's, it's an issue in the club. Yeah. yeah. There's an issue in the club with another artist that happened to be at the club. Now it's some some situation. Like, as a manager, how do you take that? Is it like, yo. Oh, I, as a manager? Yeah. I mean, shit, what I'll do is I wouldn't even bring it to his attention. But I'll make sure we tell security. Have him slide out on the cool. Make sure everybody that's with us still party and minding their motherfucking business. Ninja Savage up out of there so he's not aware of the situation and make sure if that situation come to us, they're going to be invited by what they wanted to be invited by without him being there. Nah, that's what, shit, that's how it should be. Yo, I, I, I hate, yo, I don't think, yo, I was saying this, there's no fucking other field of entertainment or profession where the guy who ends up being the boss, the, 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 the guy who's worth eight figures or more, a CEO of, many companies like we're not hearing a guy who's worth eight figures that own a tech company dying when he'll get some bagels. Yeah. Like he, like, like he, like he's moving around super regular, but in this, in for whatever reason, in this particular career that we call hip hop, as much as you could be celebrated for making out the hood and succeeding, it could all be taken away from you like that. Yeah. That's because of how we was most of us, how we was raised and what we, where we came from. Nigga in tech ain't come from where we come from. Or he, or if he if he did, I'm not going to say that. It's probably a lot of niggas in tech that came from the street that we don't know about. But when they come, they just there for the thing and the give back. But, you know, it's hard when, you know, you, you can't help everybody even when you try. You try to be in, you know, you still try to be in the vicinity of as many people as you can without being as close. But it's just a, it's a slippery slope. And everybody got a pass. Every rap nigga that's rapping street shit, wasn't no fake ass nigga who just is rapping, and that's then true. that's another that's another reason you got to move with your karma. And I feel like with Savage, just with him growing up, he moved with his karma. He don't forget his karma. A lot of niggas get comfortable and just one day forget about everything they did when they was even if they were sixteen. What you did when you were sixteen, just because you was a kid, don't mean the motherfucker that it happened to is ever gonna forget. Mm. So if you you know what I'm saying, and even even me like. I'm a side. I'm a proud, you know, sidewalk gang. You know what I'm saying? I call. I, that's what I feel like. All managers should be sidewalk gang. When I say sidewalk gang, that's the nigga that can see everything happening in the street, but you're not in it. 
You know what I'm saying? So you're, not, you're not actively I've always, I'm fuck being a manager. Any nigga from Atlanta known me since I was a kid. Every rapper knows Meezy. I used to throw all the parties. But I've always been like sidewalk. I, it don't matter who I know. That's why a lot of these managers be getting their ass beat and all that shit too because they start embodying the artists they represent or the, the people they artists around. They start thinking they that. That be niggas' problems trying to talk the way, oh, the little homies you moving with talk. Nigga, be professional and be your motherfucking self. But sometimes it don't matter, though. Like, for example, like, I could have, you know, again, I don't know too much about the situation, but, and I don't know how he was moving, but, uh, you know, he helped and kind of was around the management team for Dirk, but Dirk's brother. Man, I could imagine oh, yeah. some people say, yo, like, somebody might have issues with, with Savage and be like, yo, we ain't going to catch Savage. We got Meezy right here. This nigga, this, yeah, this I mean, dumb but, nigga but, right here but, with but, no security. We I, about to set it off on him. I ain't talking about surprise pop-ups. Surprise pop-ups pop happen to old white women at Walmart when a white nigga want to come in there and do a mass shooting. You know, I'm talking about, what's that shit you talking about, nigga? Oh. You caught slipping. <laughs> you know, the manager nigga who was popping shit. That's what I'm talking about. I ain't talking about you can't <laughs> yeah. control life. You know what I'm you saying? You talking about Wack 100, man? No, nah, Wack from the street. I'm talking about, <laughs> listen, bro. I'm talking about a nigga like me. Let's just say this, bro. If I wake up, to, let's say I just, I, I, I took a line of white and start doing this shit. Soldier Boy <laughs> did the trouble today. Yo. Tripping. Tripping. Right, yo, I fuck with Soldier. I was just with Soldier in, in, and in we all. This is the fucked up part with Soldier Boy, right? Don't everybody fuck we with Soldier? It's like that. Nigga who just say wacky shit and you know it's lame, but you can't even, it, no nigga, like even Trouble, I'm telling you, I know this man Trouble, right? It's one of them, boy, I beat your ass, but bro, it's cool. I know what type of nigga you is, but it's cool. Like, it, no nigga wants to not, not like this nigga. But why do you think, like. I think he on drugs. N- nigga, we, he got all his flowers. Yeah. All of his flowers. All this I did at first. I had the biggest comeback. Niggas gave it up like, you got it, bro. Yeah. You that nigga. We going to give you your credit. Why do you think he's doing that when it comes to this? Like, also, like... Frustration. Frustration with what? I feel like you could be the first, all that stuff, but I don't necessarily... I, I, don't, I can't speak on, you know, everything, but my opinion is I don't know. I just feel like things might not be going how he feel they should be going. You got to think of what he's already... Well, why would you throw somebody dying, though, man? Like, yo, man, I yo, yo think, because, because play this now. Nigga, you go to Memphis, it got to be up for you. It got to be up see, for you. See, I can't speak on that, but what I will say is, bro, I think the only explanation is drugs and people around him. Him pushing away people that... I feel like he might be pushing away people that care and embracing people who are just going to embrace whatever the fuck he say. I'm going to be honest. And I've met his team. I've, As I said, I've moved around him a little bit. Yeah. He got some dudes who's official around him. I don't know if those dudes actually be like, yo, you bro, I don't know if they do that. They need to. I, I don't know if they do that, but and like when I see climate. that, I, if, when I see that, I'm like, damn, are they standing on everything yeah. he's saying? Because I don't really see him come back and say, I'm tripping. Yeah. He just usually say, fuck nigga, blah, blah, but, yo, nigga, what, what you wanted to be? And see, I'm like, a, yo. It's a background call probably. And then even then, most of the time, most of the shit he been in is like, it's cool. This is the only situation where everybody... Most niggas, even if you disagree and don't like them, you let them do it as entertainment for the most part. This nah, is the I, one I thought that Migos shit was gonna go somewhere else. Like, I think the reason oh, I, don't, I, think, I, do, I don't niggas, in, I don't know. Yo, I think I think fans look at it with, with Soldier like, yo, yeah, it's entertainment, but it's like, yo, it's kind of crazy that nothing ever happened, and he do move around. He got, he can't just, he not like academics who can just stay at the fucking crib. Cause it be, be, be phone call conversations. 
and you ain't what what strike? Let's just say this, bro. If Soldier Boy, me being a rapper, like Savage, him and Savage get into it, bro, and he say some crazy shit to Savage. But Savage have a background call with him, and they fix it. What stripes is Savage gonna have? Reconfirming had a combo with that nigga. It's over. That look lame too. Savage look lame as hell talking about the beef is squashed with Soldier Boy. <laughs> you let that shit the fuck go. He's Soldier Boy. So it's a. <laughs> Nah, I'm gonna be honest. I don't, I don't like. I don't like. How the Dolph shit him. was dead wrong, but I truly feel like he was high. I feel like he know he tripping now, and he's trying to figure out a way to fix it without trying to make his. Cause he still got this internet persona. Nigga, he doubled so, down on it. He got it. Got into it trouble on some shit like. Yeah, nigga. he deleted the tweets though. Yeah, but nigga, you know he won't keep going, nigga. He one of them niggas that when you, like he don't he won't be like yo I'm tripping, like he'll just like kind of disappear and let it go away. But nigga, he he literally said the trouble. Nigga, don't be next. He's. I'm not gonna hold that against him. I feel like he. I feel like he's on drugs, bro. I can't, I can't. That's that cocaine shit, bro. That's not weed. That ain't nothing. That's coke. You up and you on some Tony Montana Scarface shit with a keyboard, dog. That's the only reason you'll say you'll be next. Right when a love artist passes away, you have to be on drugs. You cannot be saying that with your whole heart, possibly, bro. Because even the craziest. He's going at, just went at Kanye. He just told about his wife. And then, and then when Kanye was, back text him, it was all love without even a conversation. That was a text. Yeah, you're right. But but that's what I'm saying. Like sometimes so maybe imagine just a nigga that a step on your ass, bro, and you on the phone with him. That, yo, that's why like maybe all that like Bompton Paru shit he talking about. Maybe it he might really no, what I'm saying. Maybe is, he really rolling so militant. Niggas really not playing with him. But this is what I'm saying. I don't feel like nobody wants to harm Soldier Boy. He probably is moving militant. He probably do got Bompton people around him. But I truly feel like when you have a one on one conversation with this man, shit can be fixed that way. And that's yeah, what yeah. be happening a lot. And then it's not nothing you, your PR need to to save face for a gangster rapper. You don't need to be like. Beef is squashed with Soldier Boy. That looks whack. So you just let it go, and no, no, everybody be like, "What happened to that beef? That damn show disappeared." No, it didn't. Niggas just handled it the way they handled it and never spoke on it again. Is it ever too far? Like today I, I, was too far. This was the only time I give him where it's like, bro, somebody just passed away. Everything else be lame. You can have your opinion, but this is when it's too far. That's only trouble said it. He said, "Man, look, Brian, on lie, I be entertained, but all that goofy shit this nigga be doing." I ain't never see Soldier apologize. But but it would be I, but this it, what I'm it, saying it would be needed Why? an apology. But this what I'm saying. I damn, you want to know a crazy shit about Soldier Boy? I just forgot about this. So you know I used to rap back in the day, right? Yeah. yeah. I know one of these. What you call your? What are these motherfucking fans? Scorpions and what else? Chat niggas. The chat niggas. Yeah yeah. Chat niggas, please find this shit. I'm not making this shit up. So back in the day when he first started, you know he made that crank that Soldier Boy, right? Yeah yeah yeah. So I used to rap. Like in Atlanta, that's how everybody knew me before anything. So when I was a teenager, we made Did he all have 150 shooters. Or, or, or. 150 shooters. That's what he said, nigga. No, I'm saying when he got popping, he was in Mississippi. But it's confirmed he really did live in Atlanta on the West Side. But was he like up. thugging like that, bro? I don't fucking know. Let me finish <laughs> the story. When he was doing crazy that Sergeant Boy, niggas was teenagers. I it wasn't no gangster. I don't know, but I'm gonna tell you this story. <laughs> I got a song. But I, I made when I was a teenager. It's very popular in the South. You about to find it's it. It's called, no, you can find it. It's called Crank That Roosevelt, right? Yeah. So, anyway, it was Crank a- Crank That Roosevelt? Yeah. Did it go viral with M-O-U-N-T-A-I-N. Did it go viral? All the colleges play. I know you know, and you know, we had a song called Urkel. Nigga, that was you? That's, yes. No, it was not you. PLP. That shit, it's tatted on me. Look it up. What the fuck you talking about, nigga? 
S T O N E M O U N T A I N. What you think that spell? Stone Mountain. I right, you know I'm gonna look it up. Oh after. yeah, look it up. I'm but, look it up after this. but that shit ain't on DSP, so you can play no, it. No, 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 no. But I, all right. I, I know so it. anyway, we had that. It was a nigga from Lithonia, because I'm from Stone Mountain. Lithonia right next to it. It was a nigga named Player C. He made a song called Superman. All this stuff was back in the SoundClick days, because in Atlanta, we didn't listen to mainstream music. We got all our music from SoundClick, which Soulja Boy was on early yeah. days, right? So what Soulja Boy used to do, even the paint on the glasses, that was Fabo. What Soulja Boy used to do was, you know, be influenced by a lot of Atlanta rap. So he'll, like, remake and mix songs. So he made Crank That Soulja Boy. He made Crank That Soulja Boy, and he was like, watch me crank that Roosevelt, that Super Soak, that ho. I made that up. Yeah. So you know when you a kid, you know how that rap shit be. Nigga stole my shit. So yeah. we weren't fucking with him. Like, we was mad. And CEO Charlie, who used to manage, um, who used to manage 2 Chains, now he do, like, all his philanthropic shit on TikTok and stuff. Yeah. He would, Soulja Boy hired him to be his cameraman right when Soulja Boy first got popping. So, like, in Atlanta, we was, we was, we weren't really, a lot of niggas weren't fucking with him. Some were. You know, because we know the showstoppers, the uh, Whoop Rico dudes who he had signed and got into the altercation with the shooting and stuff like that. We know them, too. Like, I personally. Oh, niggas know those people? Bro, I, I thought know, it was like Jack Boys type I of shit. I know Droopy. He, he, um, he be at 1145. He one of the owners of the popping club in Atlanta. Hey, let, let me, real question. Is it that situation that, like, Soulja Boy is probably like, nigga, I am a gangster, nigga. Nigga, I shot niggas. I think, niggas, I, I, did all I this feel shit. like that incident happened. He done been through a lot in his life that he probably won't talk to us about, that he need to unpack. And I feel like it's of that and drugs, my personal opinion. I feel like it's a lot he's been through that we don't understand and we don't know and that he has not unpacked to talk about. All jokes aside. I, I was around Soldier. All he did was weed. Oh, well, I, I, I could be wrong. That's what I'm saying. It's all a, I think. I don't know that man, but I just know a lot of the stuff he do just be. It reminds you of like somebody like, on some shit. I, or, or and mm. I just feel like he done been through a lot of shit, and he ain't never had nobody to really talk to about it. Mm. So that shit builds a certain level of anger and moving impulsive. You know what I'm saying? That's what I think. But let me finish the story, right? So anyway, this is why I need your chat. I'm gonna tell, tell you why I need your chat, niggas. From yeah. So CEO Charlie was his cameraman and stuff. So we we cool with Charlie at this time because Charlie was from where we from, but he's cameraman. We like, man, we don't fuck with this nigga, whatever. So I guess one day that nigga up and fired Charlie or something. Who? Soulja Boy. This is this was back when Crank That Soulja Boy just was popping off. This is 2008, bro. This is 2008. Soldier up fired? No, up and fired. Oh. Not up the fire. Hell no. Nah. No street shit was going on back then <laughs> that I know about. Up and fired. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? Which was the best thing that ever happened to Charlie. But anyway, so at that time, I'm like, man, get this nigga on the phone. Whatever, more of the story, we got on the phone, and we like, bruh, we some, mind you, I'm a kid, I'm like 17, and I look back, and that was the dumb, it was stupid, but I'm like, bruh, fuck all that, bro. Goddamn, go on 106 and Park, tell niggas where you got this shit from, nigga. Shout out Stone Mountain, shout out Javez, the nigga who made the dance, and nigga, we won't whoop your ass. We talking, you know, just stupid yeah. shit. Next day, 106 and Park, somebody find it. Shout out Stone Mount, Megan Measy, we crank for Roosevelt, Jive. Soulja Boy said this. Can't make it up. We're gonna find this fucking episode. Please find it. Oh shit. So so he so he is somebody who could reasonably, like, right, you know what? Let me give credit. Like, even if he do some shit in the moment. He did that. That was 2008. Holy shit. I could never find the clip. It used to be on my MySpace page. Nigga, MySpace is. I can't find it. Nah, you you got to find the archives of BT. I mean, yeah, that's why I, your chat niggas can do that. I mean, Soldier Boy probably been on 106 in part maybe four times before it closed down. So it was one of them four times. He said, shout out Mega Measy. 
Nah, Stone we, Mountain. Nah, nah, we gonna find that shit. But he, he, that's what I'm saying. You get on the line with him, maybe it'd be different. But you know what I'm saying? The internet, the internet. Now, he be wants, I feel like he got a formula. I feel like, yo, he kind of independent. I think that's why he even went back and forth with Dolph. Like, he feel like, yo, because he not really signed to, like, a bigger entity, the only way he could get that traction and energy for his music is if he kind of go off on these things that catch viral. Nigga, I'm the first nigga who did this. And, and I think Drake. it's I think it's smart. All that's smart. But the nigga just passed away. I don't really have much to say about anything Soldier Boy does or says because I kind of understand the formula. But it's just You think in his mind he got real beef with Dolph? I don't think in his mind he do, but I feel like Or do you think it's coincidence? Could you admit, Oh, you mean like street beef or just a personal I don't like him? Nothing, I mean both. I feel like nothing with Soldier Boy will ever be street. It'll just you be gonna your ass, man. <laughs> what Soldier Boy street nigga? What you no, no, mean? no. I'm not saying. I don't know what he look, bro. I can have my opinion, but I cannot say what another man is. What I'm saying is, I don't feel like when he goes. This is what I'm saying. If Soldier Boy go and say something on the radio today, I don't feel like he's making a call to make sure to put niggas on your ass tomorrow. Hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like maybe if you approach him on some bullshit, maybe he'll have to defend himself. But I think he might forget he even said it. If you shake his hand, he'll shake your hand. If ain't if you don't got no problem, <laughs> I don't got no problem. Yo, he definitely thinks Soulja Boy off that white man. <laughs> he like, yo, this nigga, basically, yo, this nigga be talking. This nigga, all right, all right, whatever. Yo, and, and by the way, it, like, you know, honestly, I hope he comes to realization. About, I, I'm going to be yeah, honest I with you. Was I, I was with him. I was with him like a week and a half, like maybe a week ago. Nah, it wasn't even two, three weeks. A week and a half about. And I could tell you, and I would tell him too, like, soldier, like, I think you cool, like, especially getting to know you a little bit, but, like, that was kind of whack. That was, you. there's no brownie points in that. Like, I don't, I think like, his team told him. I think that was the one time the people you say you think are not speaking for him, but like everybody like, yo, man, you know what I'm saying? Because he took the tweets down. Yeah, and usually we got a lot. We yeah, got a lot and really start going this, in. This was one of them ones where I feel like this ain't, Niggas got to keep telling him what's right or wrong in debate. I feel like he's like, man, y'all think so for real? Fuck that shit. He might not have did it in a sorrow way, but he was like, man, all right, fuck it, I'll delete it. And then you know what I'm saying? But I feel like if you talk, like if you talk to him again next week, I'm like, yeah, that probably that wasn't that yeah, wasn't really he the definitely move. changed up his stance on Kanye right before even. And that got was a message. text. And that's so text imagine a phone call with a street nigga for real, bro. Yeah. <laughs> all right, yo. Last thing I definitely wanted to talk about. Which I didn't, because we even talked about it in there. I never even thought this was going to happen. The whole Kanye Drake shit. It's a bigger goal, bro. I'm glad it happened. I ain't, they ain't look happy in that picture, man. But it ain't about them. It's about making sure we unify, bring everybody together, bro. They trying to bring, they trying to bring that man home, bro. Larry Hoover, man, that nigga in but, the ground. You got to get him out. All right, but here's the thing, though. I don't think they can't. Both support that and still not be cool with each other. No, no, you no, think no, it, no. You think, you think that's got, some legit I think shit? Niggas got that shit fucked up. I feel like that was the meeting point. And after a meeting point, if we go out for drinks, that's what it is. I don't feel like it's about to be another event where they just gonna be doing that. December seventh, like, they're doing a concert. Yeah, but I'm talking about that's for a call. They're gonna be on the stage hugging all Listen of that. What I'm saying, finishing bro, each other that's, lyrics. That's for a cause. What I'm saying is, if Drake is in L.A. and he's throwing a kickback. I don't feel like he's just going to call Kanye. Or if Kanye's doing a kickback, he's not going to call Drake. They're going to be together. 
for a bigger picture, they're going to agree to disagree and do what they need to do. The concert is for something more important than them two niggas. Yo, this was another reason, and, like, it epitomized why I think most people say it's fucking stupid when anybody picks a side because you see the two niggas that claim they really ain't like each other mm -hmm. fucking right next to each other, and now you done picked the whole side like, yo, yeah, I can't fuck with that nigga because I fuck with him. And you know how that's usually taken? Well, all right, nigga, I don't fuck with you now, even though I'm cool with the nigga who you claim you, you fucked with. Yeah, you know what I mean? But so, that won't, I, 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 some, depend, it's depending on what type of nigga. Because I know Savage said, shit, I fuck with Drake, but he went on Donda. But I feel like if you did that. I don't think Kanye care. I'm going to be honest. That, no, I just feel like Kanye done did that to so many people anyway, like just saying stuff. And then, you yeah, know what I'm saying? was wild. Yo, he, like, I feel like he, he, I don't know if it's the money that has made Kanye feel so emboldened. I love it. Do you love it? Bro, I love that interview. I just, now yo, some stuff I disagree. He, I disagree yo, with he, the Just Blaze stuff. Like Just Blaze, if you ask me, he forever, and, and like no disrespect to Just Blaze, you know, you are a legend for so many people who have listened to your work, but so many people who they are living or they're hearing hip-hop history through Kanye, they are now put a big asterisk next to your name because of what Kanye said. Hi, Kanye, that's the cap. What? These little nigga, niggas. Nigga, I'm going to be honest with you. These niggas that Kanye, follow you that got nigga, what Kanye, uh, yo, what Kanye, Yo, what Kanye said about Big Sean was the biggest indictment of anything in Big Sean's career. Nigga, him being on that track control with, with Kendrick ain't do with, with that one thing that Kanye, when Kanye basically, the nigga who brought you in, he I basically just said, like, listen, this is one of the biggest mistakes I made. Or I, that was a charity event signing that nigga. Bruh, that's cap. So what do you mean like, that's you cap? know what he, he that I was a fan of Big Sean at that time, bro. That no, bro. Yo, Kanye's words. I heard his words, but this nigga say a lot of shit the past couple years. I ain't gonna lie, I always believe him. When he say I, something, I feel like he don't fuck with him. He said why he don't fuck with him and why he feel like that, and it wasn't down to the music. It was down to their views and how he felt like they weren't loyal. Yeah, but he shit on Talib Kweli. He said nigga, I never liked your music from the get go. Yeah, and I, you know what? I don't know what to say about that. But that sounds crazy because were they, they all on more, Get By? I, and I, you know what, bro? I'm really close with Boo, who manages Kanye. Yeah, you I'm know? close with Boo, too. Boo, but but this is what I say, and I can say this without feeling like I'm, you know, burning the bridge. Boo up. can't tell Ye what to do. No, 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 no. No, it had nothing to do with what he's saying. What I'm saying is, I'm not, I'm saying this with all due respect. But like, bro, from, from my knowledge, Talib Kweli was the first tour Kanye was on. So regardless of what, you never play a nigga who gave you the opportunity that all the niggas you was begging for acknowledgement wouldn't give you. True. So all that shit cute, bro, but they need to go into a room and talk, and I know it will happen. Why? I don't think so. Because every I nigga who Kanye talk about genuinely loves Kanye. And Kanye, at times, I feel like he might close himself off and don't feel that love until you have, a once again, a face-to-face and things could change. Kanye, I I feel like the money and this and the fact that he came back from being down thirty million has got him a little bit drunk. I don't think so. Hey, listen, if you've heard like, and, and I don't know if this story been told, but I've heard the story four or five times from other people around him, right? People who were at this event, the whole listening party for Donda. I didn't go yet. The one in Atlanta, right? right? Well, no, not even that. He had a private listening session in um, L.A. He invited a bunch of people. Two of the people invited was, um, I forgot the name of the guy, but he's the head of programming for iHeartRadio. Mm -hmm. um, 
also invited Big Boy, radio personality. Yeah, I know Big Boy. I hear Kanye tells niggas, yo, before y'all come in here, everybody got to wear all black. That was supposed they to be didn't the wear thing. all black. And we're all black. They basically told these grown-ass men, yo, y'all got to strip down and go get in these little black robes. Literally. I, I, hate, I don't believe. I mean, we're gone. Man, I, I know, yeah, man. Well, this is what's going on. I'm telling you. That's what I'm trying to did say. He, like, but see, did he tell them or did he be like, yo, man, we don't... We, I can't have this, you in here, but put no, that on. The story like, ain't done. Strip. The, okay. story ain't, the story ain't done. I hear they got to get in them black robes. They get in the black robes. They come in this shit. I'm telling you, I've heard this story four to five times from four to five people. They get in there, and I and I and this is like this sounds so spooky. I don't even want to mention some of the nature of the conversation that I hear Ye was having, but he was ranting about Drake. Like yo. This nigga want to do this, blah, blah, like ranting. He said he started saying some wild shit. I'm going to just, just be. Yeah, just wild so shit. wild shit. Like shit you wouldn't expect the nigga who's talking about Sunday service, Christianity, I don't curse, I love my daughters and my wife, would be saying. So apparently the people who are there who are expecting to hear the album, they say, yo, Kanye, yo, bro, like we're not even on that type of vibe right now. Like, like. Why we gotta like that's some dark energy right there. Like, why, like yo, can we just focus on the album? I hear just like how Ye went off on Sway. He's like, yo, like what the fuck? You can't tell me what the fuck to talk about or what energy I'm supposed to be on my shit. He then tells his security guards to forcibly remove them niggas from that situation. Get them niggas the fuck on out of here. If you know how Kanye West is thinking about it, think about it. First of all, any artist they would damn near do anything. To appease somebody who works at the likes of iHeart, a Spotify. There was somebody from Spotify. Oh, he threw them out? Yes. The niggas in the robes? Yes. Threw them niggas out. Like, yo, y'all trying to check me? I don't believe he did that, the big boy, bro. I feel like that situation might have happened happened not the way you wording it with niggas stripped and. No, no, I ain't saying they stripped in front of him, but they had to take it. Nigga, they had to. But change, they probably they go, wanted to. It wasn't. All right, no, change. no, no. That's not the problem. It was, the problem wasn't them. It, like you it know, was what I mean, forcibly getting thrown out. Yeah, that, that was that. that. No, that was them. That was them trying to say, "Yo, chill." Like, yo, we're not on that type of vibe. The energy and the shit you saying right now, this ranting and rambling about some demonic shit. That's not even. Yo, let's focus on the music. And he basically just looked at them like niggas. Y'all can't tell me what the fuck to do. Y'all don't know. Like matter of fact, y'all niggas could leave. Get these niggas the fuck out of here. So when you see a nigga that's moving like that with people of power like that, that nigga is looking at just like how he said it on the interview. Man, I put all these niggas in a group chat and I told all of them I got more money than y'all niggas combined. That net worth of that he got now, that Yeezy shit is a little bit intoxicating, I think. I agree, but I mean, I, I think don't that's think why that's... he was also looking at Drake. Like, I think that's why he was moving a little different dealing with Drake this time around. Like, yo. This broke ass nigga Drake really try to play with me like nigga I'm me. Like, I, I think, think he look at himself like he's Elon Musk. He's a rap version I of Elon mean, Musk. That's the closest thing we got. He the only artist. He the black. He the first black billionaire. I mean not the first, but he like nigga. He not richer than Tyler Perry, nigga. I mean I'm talking about as far as in the culture. But 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 I he, think that, he's putting he himself did. with niggas that he's just not at that level with. But like, you got to in order the culture is here right now. The culture of rap. From fashion, all that is here right now because he did that shit 15 years ago in fashion as well. Okay, he got to do that. Okay, and, and by the way, I do like the fact that he he'll he'll take his flowers. Fuck, you know what I mean? Someone got give to. It to you, he'll take it. But like, you can't treat people like they shit now. I don't disagree with that, but this the only thing. That's I, why when you think about the interview, 
Why would you talk about people who have worked with you like that? Why would you talk about Talib Kweli and basically say, nigga, nigga, I never liked your shit anyway. Frustration. Or, or because those people, and by the way, I agree with him in a sense like, y'all didn't need to be jumping out there trying to be like, oh, I disagree with his political take. Yeah, whatever, whatever. Fuck him. So I understand why he's a little mad, but I think he always uses the fact that he's now so successful to show on everybody. What do you say about Just Blaze? He said, I think he's a copycat. Yo, look where I'm at. Look where he at. Basically Just saying. Just Blaze is happy, man. Yeah, but he's shitting on him to say, nigga, I'm here. You're here. Money, I'm ain't, money ain't everything. But that's he's, he's swinging that wealth around like a big dick. I Pause. mean, I just I just feel like yay. Yay my nigga, though. Yay. Because I, I love his truth. Kanye is a strategic man. And I feel like he gave, uh, that was him with Nori was his version of his own Elon Musk, Joe Rogan moment. Even the fake smoking of the blunt that you knew he did not inhale whatsoever. Yeah, he did. Look at that shit, bro. If you look at that shit, bro, that nigga did not hit that motherfucking blunt, bro. Can I show you right now? Yeah. Watch it. Oh, I'm like, oh, he did. that was just, he knew strategic. Let me get this shit. I'm with the culture, nigga. I'm up. Yo, I ain't gonna lie. I think he was It's a conversation. Yeah, I'm gonna blame Nori. Nori, I love you. Okay. Nori a fucking genius. Kanye, Kanye a real Nori nigga is, for giving him that. Nori though. is the only I, I wanna also I wanna give niggas a credit. Nori the only podcast, hip hop podcast that ever passed me ever since I launched. And he passed me for one week but after this Kanye shit. I, I, that's one thing I fucking But I got him back now, nigga. He could have did his Joe Rogan moment. At least on Spotify. He could have did his Joe Rogan moment with Joe Rogan. A lot of niggas don't keep it a hundred at his level. Joe Rogan ain't gonna get that energy. Look at this shit, bro. I got my AirPod in, so you can't hear. Hold on, let me fast forward. Nah, we gonna find. Yeah, fast forward this shit. That nigga don't hit that shit, man. He just knew we was gonna talk about this shit, bro. He a smart ass nigga. Okay, okay, here we go. And then right after he hit it, he said, "Come on, come on, you my Joe Rogan, let's go." Okay, no way he didn't do it, bro. Bro. He's smart. Oh, here we go. Be be cocky, be arrogant, hit the blunt, do your thing. We gonna talk about it. Yeah, Yo, you know what's so funny? But everybody said we got Ye back. I mean, I don't feel like Ye never left. He still stand. He said, "Nigga, I still got my red hat on in the interview. Like he didn't change his stances when we thought we lost him. He well, just." I always think we think we lose him. When, for me, that when the music, listen, I don't be shocked by the red hat shit. I'd be shocked that. When when he put out music that's not in tune with what he know would make people feel, I think Donda hit the right way. See, I didn't listen to it. You gotta listen to this shit. Oh yeah, yeah, see, yeah I see the shit. Man, I will give you a million dollars if you think any of that shit went in his lungs, bro. And I yeah, I, <laughs> I don't smoke. I don't smoke. See, I don't know. Bro, that nigga knew what he was doing. He knew, yo, when I hit this shit right now, up, and that's exactly what happened. All it takes is this nigga to hit a month for everybody. He's back. <laughs> so right, let me ask you a question. If you drink, why are you gonna squash the beef? Because from what I hear, Drake had a fucking song on French Montana's album. Dog. Dissing that nigga. Jay Prince is Jay Prince twisting these niggas. Listen, no, listen, bro. This is real shit. Not no politics, not no Jay Prince twisting niggas on. Jay Prince is trying to free Larry Hoover. Kanye West been wearing the red hat, went to the president's face and sat down with him and said, why is Larry Hoover not free three years ago? They are trying to free this man. There's no reason why these two powerful people, especially with Kanye being a billionaire and Jay Prince being as close as he is to Jay Prince. So why you I mean, drink? And Larry Hoover. Why you because that's the common denominator. There's no way me and you can really work together and it's an elephant in the room. I stand on principle and respect. 
This is somebody that's with me. Oh, okay, but okay, we okay, need okay. to work together. So y'all niggas, this shit ain't worth the big. That's why I kept saying it's, there's a bigger picture happening. That's what I'm saying. So you think they're gonna beef again? No, I feel like they. If they, the worst thing that's ever gonna happen with them is agreeing to disagree. But I feel like them coming together is for a better cause for us as black people, bro. We got a leader that can really stop a lot of unnecessary shit locked up, bro. If that nigga get out, I don't know much about Chicago politics, but I truly believe a lot of that shit in Chicago could potentially slow the fuck down or even stop, bro. Really? Yes. And, and this is from a genuine place. Like I see some so many people put that power of like, yo, if he was free of what he could do and influence, but break it down. Like, even, I know you don't know all the way, but like- I, I can't like, like, break it down. Like, even what you've been t- been told, because like, I, I've been looking for that answer, like- Bro, they put that nigga, under, the reason why, he's like, when I say in the ground, they put that nigga in the ground because they feel like anything that comes out his mouth, people will move to do it. But what they tried to do while he was trying to bring people together, from what I'm hearing, this is in fact, he was busy trying to bring people together and do things for the community, they didn't like that. So what they put on him was conspiracy, murder, all this stuff. Take his phone away completely. Put him in the ground in a room. Nobody ever see him except for one hour a day or some crazy shit like he's that. He's on, like, lockdown all the time? Bro, he's in, like, some shit, like, down there with fucking motherfuckers who, like, the, the worst shit. We've never, like, well, obviously I'm not paying attention that much, but, like, I would expect like he'd be driving like an audio stuff. You know, he can't do to, anything. Can't do nothing like that, bro. They took his voice away completely. They felt like his voice was too powerful, but they tried to spin it on some dangerous stuff. When really, that's not even what he's on. So niggas been fighting for that. So it's like if you got one nigga on this side, and then a guy, I'm on this side, and then the common denominator for us not being able to really sandwich work together for this cause we on. Let's figure this out, y'all. It's a bigger picture happening right now. Y'all niggas don't got to like each other, but let's work together for this. And y'all niggas just call it. I don't think they best friends. I don't think they acting like they best friends. I think they just squashed their beef. Hey. I you be- and Meek Mill ain't best friends, bro. Y'all just squashed the beef. No, I agree. I agree. But 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 here's the thing, and we can even get into that too, but but um, because the last time we talked on like, you know, here, it was before that happened. But I'm gonna keep it real. I believe Kanye to some extent, and you gotta watch a nigga like Drake. When he starts saying no, when he no, when he starts saying that yo, this nigga hitting up everybody that's a female in my family, that's that's a, that's a, I'm saying that's bro, a deviant nigga. I'm man. saying Drake Petty Gang. Me personally, when I don't fuck with you, I'm Petty nah, Gang. That, that's I'm Petty, Petty Gang. I'm Petty Gang too. To do that, I mean, I don't know the extent of their beef. I just know I'm a I'm a Petty, if you beef with somebody, you don't nigga, fuck bro. with somebody. Would you hit up their girl? You're not doing that. I'm a petty ass nigga, bro. But you're not hitting up their girl like you that. You nuts. Every nigga gonna hit up a nigga bitch if you if you feel if you yeah. What nigga don't like a nigga not gonna hit they bitch up? What nigga not? If you don't like a nigga, that's the first weakness of Achilles Hill. Try to fuck a nigga bitch. If even if you can't, you at least try. Still gonna piss a nigga off if you didn't do it, but it's really over with if you do. That's the that's a weak that's the worst thing you can do when you don't like somebody. The woman, that's why we be going crazy. Like, Yo. man, you try me, you really hit my hoe up. If you Yo. hit my girl up, bro. I'm going to be so mad, even if she don't go. It's, I know she won't go for it, but it's the principle. That shows the level of respect Yo, that you Drake, do not I've have heard some of these stories of what Drake has done, man. I mean. Drake is a sick guy. Yo, 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 listen, you don't got to share this opinion with me. Yeah. But, but, but I think his baby mom is his karma for doing that shit, man. Nah, I stay that, out of there. That, see, that, yo, that, Drake was. Shit. See, he got a relationship with, bro. You can say, <laughs> I don't talk to Drake enough. To say that, you can say that because y'all can get on the phone. No, 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 no. Everybody, I don't say that I, to him, but like, yo, I got to keep it 100. Like, I don't yo, know, man. Drake, you a foul dude, man. 
He just, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I feel like when he, <laughs> I think when he think niggas doing them wrong, he just move a certain, a calculated He's still way. my favorite rapper now. Not I think he just move away. <laughs> he, he, he might be petty. I'm, see, the thing is, I'm petty, bro. So yeah. it's a lot of shit, bro. If you play around with me, I won't, I'm not no, oh, niggas about to push up with sticks and type of nigga. Oh, I'm going I'm to mentally fuck with you. I'm going to do some shit where it's like, damn, I'm going to throw the lit shit and invite yeah, all right, your people. On. You hey, can't hey, come. I'm going to hit you. You don't got to but I've mentioned this before. Listen, I get when you're saying this up. That's the petty shit you could do. But that nigga was working with Meek and had lines in the song. <laughs> like, yo, come on. Like, yeah, lines in the song referring to, like, if, if, if the nigga you working with thinking, yo, is he talking about you? Like, come you on, mean man. Travis, not Meek. No, Meek. That's why he, he went at Drake. Because he, he thought he was talking about Nikki on Rico. The girl of your dreams is probably not a thing to me. Nigga, why are you rapping oh, like that know, on my song? I, I, didn't, I, I didn't know that. So I thought it was just about the. That was, that was the shit that he was confused by. That's when he found out about Quentin. And then Drake was supposed to be at some fucking concert for him. And Drake ditched that to go, like, kick it with some other people. Oh, see, I never knew. I thought that Drake, Drake devious, man. Drake, I thought I'll that. fuck with you, Drake. It makes great for good content. But I ain't going to lie to you, man. Like, listen, the shit that I've heard you do, you've done, there's a lot of repercussions for. You know what I mean? And that's what I'm saying. Maybe since karma. I don't know. Anyway, uh, yeah, I hope they have, like, this. Okay, so what do you do about the, this truce then? So, Kanye. Right, hold on. Give me two seconds because I got to get these rooms for these Soul Train Awards, too. Oh, shit. What's Soul Train Awards? It's uh tomorrow at the Apollo. Oh, no, Saturday at the Apollo. Oh, this shit. Pre, this pre-tape, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, I wanted to get. That's another thing before you go into How it. I never give me no fucking tickets or some shit like Man, because you want to know why? This is the problem. We don't be empowering our own black shit enough. So, that's why I made sure Savage went. We going to go and we really going to be one of them things where we need to make that a thing and build parties around that the way we try to do the Grammys and all that shit. But, boom, let's go back to what we was doing. Um, what was I saying? Um, okay. So squash and beef type shit. So let's say Drake squash beef with Kanye. But really, you got to remember when all that shit kicked off in 2018, he was mad at Pusha T. Kanye still got to... Is it on Kanye to try to squash the beef nah, with... Because they both... I feel like that's a respectable beef. Kanye and Pusha, they, they're just two niggas that just never need to or desire to talk to each other. But won't it, won't it be... Like, for example... I look at I look at the the the, the savage uh, savage even making that call put me and Meek on the phone was on some shit like, yo bro I'm gonna keep it a hundred like I feel like if y'all keep going at it to a certain point it's gonna force me to have to step away from somebody yeah. and that's that put me in a weird position that if I could prevent it let me make sure I prevent and it. That's because him and Meek are super close and he's close with you and he sees that it might got to a point where he would have had no choice but to pick a side with Drake and Pusher. It's not like that because it's not like him. Nah, they hate each other, man. But no, listen to what I'm saying. Drake and Kanye aren't even close enough for that to be a burden for, for Kanye to make him. You get what I'm saying? Them two niggas are cordial anyway. It's not like they got to be together and hang with each other every day. So why does Kanye got to hustle to put push it when them two niggas not even going to be together for him to even bring a third nigga in they squash that beef? Okay. It makes yeah. no sense. Jay Prince, Drake, like this. Kanye is advocating for the same thing Jay Prince is advocating for. Let's put all this other bullshit together and end it. Not saying y'all niggas need to be friends, but we need to work together because there's somebody locked up that's very important for the black culture to get the fuck out. And I do agree with that. 
Is it? Is it? Again, I don't know too much about Larry Hoover. Google so, him, and no, I will. But like you know, I think more of the people who he probably influences the most, but they could probably explain it to me better about really the influence, not about like what he's done. Like I, like, I know generally, like Why you don't know, you talk to Jay Prince, bro. Bring him on here. He allowed to come up here. Jay Prince, man, Jay Prince. I feel like he's like the Illuminati. Cool nigga. Never met Jay Prince. I met him, but the real long conversation I actually had with him was over IG Live. I know a lot of people with him, and I really feel like this that'll be a valuable, great conversation, bro. I feel like there's people look at Jay Prince like the boogeyman. He not, though. He's just a nigga that want his respect, bro. Like, when it comes to Jay Prince, I think, like, it's just been so many shit be like, yo, this is mob ties, this is this. It is. Courtesy calls, blah, blah, and I'm like, Yo, there's something ominous, like, ominous behind it because I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't think nobody could be standing right next to Drake and Kanye or even get certain shit to happen in hip-hop that I said, how the fuck did that happen? Because Again, again, remember, people look at stuff a lot of times with music on a music perspective. Well, Jay Prince ain't putting out the biggest. Well, he, you know, he connected he, with Drake, but he, he not. His his label ain't the, you know, rap a lot. It ain't the biggest label right now. Like, why does he have so much power? It becomes a little bit, like, hazy on why people feel like, yo, he demands or he, he, he like actually the, gets that respect. He the hip-hop. I don't, I don't know. Niggas might give me hell for saying this because I might not know what I'm talking about. But as far as what I know, he like the hip-hop Clarence Avon. What the fuck is that? Watch The Black Godfather on Netflix. Is the guy, he's still a breathing today. He's the black guy. He was in the industry around, like, I'm talking about save Frank Sinatra's ass type shit. Like, he's back then. He was the only black guy really moving and grooving in the industry. And every, I'm talking about from the fucking 50s to now, he's a guy you have to call sometimes when you have problems. And that's the nigga. Okay, I'm all- His relationships are more valuable than what the fuck he's signing or what's on his roster right now. All right, and this is... I know you said they might kill you. They might kill me for this one. Is maybe he's like the hip hop? Well, even though hip hop minister Lou, Lou Farrakhan in a way, I don't know. I don't know like much about. Streets. I don't know much about. Uh, All I know, know is no. Nah, when, when, when I hear Louis Farrakhan, yeah, but, name, but bro, that's I've like, heard he could stop beefs. He could like, yeah, but he might see, have to meet with the minister I, for some from, shit. To from happen. my experience with Jay Prince, is this, bro? When you see. Him allegedly goddamn coming at somebody is due to blatant disrespect first. He's not calling you, checking you, making you do something. Nah, but hold on. I'm going to be honest with you. You got to piggyback on me with this one. But I just, something I seen. I felt it was odd. Him and, him and young boy got into it for a quick second. And from that situation, I'm going to be honest with what the internet took it as. That was an attempted extortion. And a lot of these figures, shit, even before I knew whack, I was like, some of these dudes who like street niggas, but like we know them more for street, like that, that street or more than music shit, we, we assume, oh, this is some, it's coming with some extortion. So for example, so what happened was somebody had broken into like young boy's crib when he wasn't there. I remember taking keys or some shit. Yeah, right? they had a video, whatever, right? All of a sudden, you know, um, young boy was like, yo, who the fuck did that? Blah, 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 blah. Didn't hear nothing. Then J Prince makes a video and said, hey, listen, young boy. Hey, I got you your keys back. I've got your, your your property that people disrespected you for. Listen, I want to return them to you. <laughs> really? On some real shit. And, and, and I looked at it and I'm like, <laughs> I looked at it and I'm like, 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> you think of it? I don't know. Cause I just I looked at him like, yo. Our experiences <laughs> with them, bro. And <laughs> our experiences with them has always been the way. When we come to Houston, bro, Junior, which which is his son. Yeah. Bro, look. Junior and, Jazz and, 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 and when they call, it's always reasonable. It's never called about some shit and it's like one-sided or something. It's good business. Now, what they don't, what they not going to fuck with is that yes man ass shit, that nigga. This is what happens. The reputation get rappers fucked up. And this has nothing to do with Youngboy because I know Youngboy wasn't on that time. Yeah. He ain't that type of nigga. But what I'm saying is what rappers fuck up where they run into a problem at is they'll see Junior or, you know, somebody, you know, in mob ties. They go to Houston, right? And they trying to shake hands and they try to oversell themselves. So you telling the nigga yes to something and then you don't do it or you don't answer the phone. Mm. Start doing that funny style shit because out of fear, you just said yes to some shit you know you can't do at the Maybe moment. That's what happened with that 6 9 shit. When they met him at some shit, he was like, they was like, yeah, we'll pop up to your birthday party. Birthday party come. They know where to be found yeah, because it was too it, late. It, it, that's what I'm saying. So it's it all about, it's all about okay. respect. It's not nigga, nigga, what? You ain't showing up? No, because if them niggas call, <laughs> if them niggas call like, hey, bro. Can you pop out on the 20th? And I'm like, man, I'm going to try. Our calendar full. We traveling. Nigga be like, oh, say less. Let me know the next time y'all in Houston. All love. But, but if you're like, but yo, if you're oh, like, yeah, I'm man, in say less. I'm nigga, in there. Family. And then niggas don't answer the Then I call you, and you know what I'm calling for. You don't even pick up the day of. Or I might call you the day after, ask you what's up, and you don't answer. Okay. Now it's like, you might get a courtesy call, nigga. Like, hey, I've, I've read um, like excerpts of his book. Like some of the most phenomenal stories I've ever for sure. He like yeah, he been part of everything, bro. Yo, like I, I was reading the shit and I'm like, yo, how the fuck? Like first of all, I think he has such a remarkable story, even with like, like I've never seen so blatant that the fans was out to get somebody. Like let's get. He's this still thing. making posts now saying they fucking with him, and I don't understand. Well, I probably do. They, I think now they just fucking with him because of his crusade, bro. The nigga he's advocating for and trying to get out is so powerful, bro. That they just trying to figure anybody who has any type of power that can help, I feel like they just gonna keep their eyes on them. But yeah, they still fucking with him. And he, just, I just read a post. The only reason I know that's because I follow him on Instagram. He made a post like Fed still trying to paint me out to be this, and I'm not that. You know, it's fucked up. Yeah, now nah, salute to rap a lot, salute to Japers. I would love to have him on here. He would come. Like, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to get it done, man. Because I feel like. Yo, it's there's so be- much misunderstanding it, like shit. You know, I'm one of the people like of the newer generation who probably look at him and you hear all these stories. Yeah. You're like, yo, this is the boogeyman. If anything, just stay out of his way. He just old school, bro. He's not going for that bullshit. He's going for respect. If you're going to say something or do something, do it. Because now I feel like when you don't do it, it's no respect. And I, that's all I care about. I'm going to get this money, but you're going to respect me. That's that's how I, that's what I take from it. Speaking of which, I had one of those similar experiences when I met, you know, I, I did this interview at Complex when I was on Everyday Struggle with um, Birdman. Man, the amount of shit I heard and seen online about Birdman, yeah, I nigga had cool it like, as fuck. Nigga was too cool, man. The ultimate businessman, a smooth talker. And you could kind of like, ask him yo, some shit you thought you couldn't ask yeah, him. Yeah, like, yo, the nigga was just, was de- and like, I'm like, and I ain't gonna lie to you. I was one of them niggas because I was reporting on him early on. I was buying it all into that. So I said, damn. So this who Birdman is. Met the nigga completely yep. fucked up. Like I'm like, this, like the the person what you're seeing, because he he one niggas also don't really clear shit up too much. Mm-hmm. So he not like as soon as there's a story about him, like, yo, that, nigga, that ain't true. Like, what the fuck? He like not doing he just that. sit back. So now all these things kind of mount. 
people learning about him through these fucked up stories mm-hmm. and creating your own image. So I'm thinking, man, like when when Birdman, I remember when Birdman was coming through there, like they were like, yo, listen, we could cancel it. Like, we, like if because all they were kept saying is, remember what he did at the Breakfast Club? Yo, this and third, you might just come with a million goons. Like, yo, shit, your mm-hmm. academics, you said nothing about it. And I told him straight up, I said, I ain't gonna lie, I said stuff about this thing in the past. I'm like, he might just not be on some business. Bro, bro, the nigga came there, answered Ooh. every question, nigga. Not one question he ain't said. Nigga, I threw anything at him, and I'm like, fuck. He's a good dude. Good dude. Niggas just, you know. Niggas, good dude. You know, you always going to hear the, you got to think, bro, you always going to hear the worst on Even if you're not a street nigga, you got to think what people, if they don't know you, the, what you think the first thing they're going to hear about you without knowing you? Some fucked up lame shit. True. True, but but like like I think people like there's few industry. You just like people. Jay Prince, but I'm not to say y'all the same. But what I'm saying is, niggas had this idea about you till they talk to you. Most street rappers always probably didn't fuck with you till they talk to him. Like damn, bro, you alright? Yeah, 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 okay. So yeah. on your end, yeah, you yeah. got this perception of Jay Prince or Birdman. Then you talk to him, and be like. Damn. I be thinking all these niggas like, like I be thinking like all these niggas they I meet them, they be like, yo, all right, man, yo, act. Right, so this is how we're gonna do this. All right? If you want me off your ass, you gotta give me 10 bands a month, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just I mean, straight yo, shake them down. I mean, like, yo, matter of fact, yo, yo, you wanna survive out here, niggas? So I'm like, you know, let me just stay away from y'all niggas. Yeah. Because that's sometimes that's how like it's just perception, man, but that's how it be. Nah, they they really, they they really some solid dudes. Like everybody I done met from out there, bro, they just all about good business. Just be a man of your word, bro. If you can't do some shit, or if you, you know, it's all about respect. Like, he don't just say that shit on no cool shit. Like, you know, every nigga be like, respect, respect. No, bro, they strong on that. Don't say you can do something or act overly cool or, and then you just doing that industry shit. You know how niggas love to do, just to get out of a situation real quick, agree to anything. I love, much love, bro. Fam, 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 fam. And then nigga, oh, all right, cool. Say less. We gonna see you when you come out here. Yo, I fuck with Jay Prince just because of even that picture. That nigga had a finger gun up and with the he didn't even have the earpods. He had the fucking earphones with the cord on it. Oh school. Like, Holy that nigga's old school school's old a school. motherfucker, man. And I think w- w- what epitomizes him, old school principles, man. I think that shit is lost. Exactly. These days. And he like the last one standing on it. So it's very important, you know, and and you know what I'm saying? They they really keep that shit there. And I think another thing to help it is Houston, bro. Every time I'm out there, bro, when you meet a motherfucker in Houston, they from Houston. That shit is generationally instilled. Like, people grow up under mob ties and become adults. You come to Atlanta, it's people a little bit from everywhere. Really, if you go from anywhere, it's people from everywhere. Houston, How you feel about that shit? You don't like that, do you? What? Like, when you're in Atlanta, you see, I like, love, I mean, that's all what, the New York niggas moving down there. But nah, we, nah it's all love. And sometimes they probably move down there and start, like, kind of moving their weight around. Like, they really... They, it, Atlanta love, bro. It, it, we don't never have no shit like that. Like when New York niggas come down there, we just get they vibe and they mix it with us, and that's what kind of make that shit fun, bro. I can't lie, like it's a it's a gum. It's Atlanta is a gumbo, and it ain't a lot of like natives as much as it used to be. It's still a lot of real niggas are born in Atlanta, raised in Atlanta, but it's a big gumbo. But I feel like it ain't really like a con to it. I don't got like no man. This happened because these so and so niggas here now. It ain't none of that shit. That's if you black shit. and trying to get something, make something happen, we gonna support it. We not no haters. You come up there, set up shop. We don't need in or nothing. We just gonna fuck with you, bro. Just fuck with you know, fuck with what we got going on. And most people out there with successful businesses, shout out to Rugs, Copper Cole. They embrace everything it is of Atlanta. He a New York dude, but Ooh. 
Rugs. If you come to, if you ever come I've, to Copper Cove, I've, I've, I've heard that name so many times. Good dude, but he owned one of the most popping restaurants in Atlanta. He's a New York cat, but man, you as much as you gonna see Meek or any up north guy in there, you gonna see a thug or you know a slaughter gang dude or a little baby, or you gonna see just customers and it's a gumbo and it's all good. You gonna walk in and you gonna hear some southern stuff. You gonna hear some Jay Z. It's like it's love, like and it's respect. And, you know, if anything we got going on in the city, philanthropic-wise, he probably might be one of the first dudes to run and help. It's not about that in Atlanta. I ain't going to lie. It's not really caught up in where you're from. But I also feel like the difference between, like, a Houston and Atlanta is it's, like, real everything. They're from there, bro. Hey, like, you agree with um? Because two other cities just took that – or one city, one state just took that over. You guys, you and Savage pretty much were the first to be like, yo, listen, I don't think nobody could really fuck with like Atlanta when it comes to a verses or, or whatever, just like in terms of rappers and yeah. the amount of rappers and shit too. But we seen Polo G say about Chicago, and then we seen um um Young and Ace, he said, nah, nigga, Florida yeah, really Florida. got it right now. I ain't gonna lie, Florida is putting out some hot shit. You, 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 like how far you think the gap is between Atlanta and somebody else? Because I know you're gonna still say Atlanta. I'm saying in what in what time frame, just in general? Or Man, like, the last least- two years. The last two years? Yeah, two, three. Damn, see, now you're talking about two, three years. If you do it like that, it's a lot of people that's super I think close. Memphis kind of up there, too. Memphis is definitely up there. What they got? They got Pooh Shiesty. Shit, you got Big 30, Big Scar, Pooh Shiesty alone just running together. Yeah, yeah. Then you got a Dolph. Then you got a Key Glock. Then you got a Money Bag, yo. Then you got a Yo Gotti. Then you got a Black <laughs> a black Youngster. Yeah. Uh, you got a little Migo. Yeah. Uh it's a lot of them niggas in, in Memphis alone. So you know, when you doing the three year and you shorten it like that, no, nah, cause you gotta think, even in three years, Savage been going for five. So he wouldn't even count in that pocket. Yeah. Well, I guess like I'm I'm trying to ask what's the ooh, who's having the hottest moment in the last couple? It's hard. Florida is killing it. Florida killing it. Baton Rouge is killing it. Memphis is killing it. Chicago always been killing it the past shit since, you know. About the last what eight years, uh, it's I'm, out of them. It's out of them. I'm gonna, you know, you know, I'm gonna keep it a hundred. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say Atlanta or Memphis. Atlanta or Florida, Memphis. It's a lot of Florida niggas though, well, well, and well, a lot I, of Chicago I, 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 niggas. No, but Florida cheating. Dirk a top, <laughs> Dirk a top shotter right now. No, yeah, but, but Florida cheating. Florida gonna use the whole state. <laughs> like they're using oh, the Jacksonville try, yeah, boys. We, they we using the Pompano boys. We're talking about the state over. Yeah, season. like you know what I mean. Like uh, yeah, so it's out of Memphis, Chicago, Atlanta. And by the way, salute to my Florida niggas. Well, but y'all yeah, cheating a little Memphis, bit, man. It's out of Memphis in Atlanta because Chicago got some popping niggas, but I just named nine people off the top of yeah. my head. Yeah. Not including like, oh, I forgot about him. Yeah. Memphis got a lot of niggas that niggas really listen to. Not niggas, oh, I like, but ain't nobody know about yet. How you think, how you think like, right. uh, you know, Dolph's death might affect like, you know, a city like that where, you know, I feel like there's certain factions. Like, you either paper route, you CMG or like you might be on some independent way, but everybody yeah. kind of got their own little pocket. Yeah. Do, do you feel like when, I'm wondering what's going to happen when to paper the smoke, route? Honestly. When, when the paper route, I feel like rest in peace, Dolph. But he made sure that he partnered with the right person, and I feel like the type of nigga I know Gazi is and how he treat how he's going to treat his artists. He going to make sure that he does everything he needs to kind of. Do what he needs to do with his partnership with Paper Route. Even he gonna do, he gonna go above and beyond to make sure anybody in his roster is gonna be taken care of and stuff. So I'm not too worried about it. And I feel like Key Glock is gonna bounce back and 
maybe even learn how to do some things he, you know, wasn't even ready for, didn't think he'd have to worry about as far as bossing up and putting himself in a position, whether he make his own label or not, I think they'll be fine. I feel like as far as the city, how it affect the city, anytime somebody die, you're going to have spurts of things pop up as far as danger. But overall, I think it, hopefully, I don't want to say I think, but I pray it just bring people together to look at the bigger picture, you know, and maybe communicate, open up lines of communications. Because, you know, it's a lot of people beefing in Memphis, but it's a lot of people that death can sometimes not only divide, but it can bring people together. So, I, I, I seen this last hope thing. So. Hope it ain't the latter end where it just get more dangerous. Yeah, I, I seen this little like little meme that said, "And all of them are signed to Empire." It's That's bullshit. And, and it was like, so like King One, Mo, Mo Three, and Dolph, and, Dolph and, and, and they own their master. It's Illuminati's bullshit. Yeah, that, like. Well, first of all, that's bullshit to think that because you own your masters. They like, just got to get rid of Mo3 because he owns his and, masters. And, and by the way, here's the dumb thing about that part. You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, if you own your masters, whoever takes over the estate own the masters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's not like it go back to the it's label. It's not like owner. a white man got his yeah. arms crossed. Like, yes, yeah, it's yes. not like, okay, he died? Okay, we own it now. You know what I mean? So Like they just, sail from Dragon Ball Z or some it, shit. Yeah, it don't work like that. But, um, like, you know, when thinking about all the rappers we've lost, like, I mean, just like wrapping up, man. Like, what do you, what do you think is the final takeaway for all this shit? I mean, because I, you can't really remove the violence. And, I feel and like the, the final takeaway. The final takeaway is sometimes I feel like you just gotta always remember who you are at the moment. Like, I feel like in all them scenarios, my opinion, and this is no offense, I just feel like in moments, even though we all are human, all them situations that those three deaths all happen when niggas was too human for who they were. Vaughn wanted to square up. He wanted a fucking fair one because he didn't like being disrespected. Like any regular man would, yeah. but he forgot he was fucking Vaughn. Yeah. Mo3, from what I heard, he was linking with a woman inside of town in his city, and niggas had to drop on him and follow him from that location. Shouldn't even, you know what I'm saying? He was moving like any nigga would. You pulling up on your little hoe, doing your thing. You know what I'm saying? Dolph was in his hood. In his nice car, feeling good, nice day outside, going to get some cookies at his favorite place. It wasn't like niggas was moving bricks, selling dope. Niggas was doing shit that we all fucking do. They just were who they were. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to remember who you are. We all are human, but at the end of the motherfucking day, niggas is who they is. And and it's like, it's that one little time. It's that one little time where I'm going to take my gun back because Lennox want me to put it back. Is the one time some shit can happen. That's a fact. I, I, I heard, and again, this is definitely unconfirmed. I heard that he tried to fire back or whatever the case is. And you yeah, know, I could believe it. It's, it's unfortunate, man. Listen, man, I just want to say uh, to the family, the friends, you know, all the uh, the associates of Dolph. Yeah, you for know, sure. Especially Paper Route Empire, man. Listen, I work with those people, great people. You know, I know how much and how tight-knit they are. Like, you know, having a conversation with them, like, they don't act like, Okay, we just reps for like they'd be like, okay, you want to talk to Dolph? I'm gonna yeah. get back to you. Okay, hey yo, Dolph will prefer this. Yeah, hey, he a what's, boss, what would you think about this? He's okay, a boss. this is and so you know what I mean. I know they're going through it, and you know I, I completely understand even certain people who are even like uh, Key Glock. He got off social media because you don't want to hear everybody yeah, chiming in. Do? On, yeah, yeah, like, like you, you hurt, you hurting right now, and everybody got their own things to say. Conspiracy theories, like let me delete this app. And I don't even want to create a space where anybody else can read that bullshit on my shit 
I'm about to just take everything down. There ain't nothing to talk about right now. He probably with family and friends and and they doing what they need to do. And they not even thinking about business right now. Fuck the labels and all that. They are family first. And they all gotta be together right now. And you know, this man had two beautiful kids and a a wife that yeah. not only is just a woman he was with, but somebody who's really pushing and help. She have different, you know, she helping kids, she's helping grown men. She has she does a lot of philanthropic shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? This just wasn't no little street nigga that had a little motion and a hood bitch that he with. You know how that shit yeah. be. No, man, this was a, he was a 36-year-old man, and he moved like it. He was a grown-ass man, and he handled his business like that. So it was a lot of shit that's like needs to be, you know what I'm saying, that's more important. So keep like doing the right thing, bro. Hey, going into this holiday period, and the reason why I even brought up that meme before was because all of them died in November. When it comes to this holiday period, people going home, people think that, yo, listen, I'm going to have a warm welcome. I'm going to be around family. I don't got to move like I normally move when I'm on the road constantly. Mm. I'm back home with my people. I'm about to do a turkey drive. I'm about to go check out my people from my old neighborhood. A lot of times shit happened like that. What would be your best advice for, like, anybody, you know, especially notoriety or in the game? That Man, I mean, shit, if you're doing these turkey drives and stuff, just don't, don't be cheap as far as, yeah, Pay for the, like, we doing a turkey drive. We partner with the YMCA, but we also partner with goddamn the best of security and police outside doing what they need to do. We not just about to just have our homeboys guard some shit and give out turkeys. You know what I'm saying? True. When you doing that? And yeah, then, like, a, if lot you got, people, a lot of people don't do the homeboy security and, for and, shit like and that. And the homeboy security is dangerous because, nigga, everything might be going smooth, but, nigga, that's, yo, you don't know what your homeboy got going on or who disrespect your homeboy. Well, sometimes, like, you know, sometimes I, I, I've said this to people who use their homeboys as security. Man, your homeboy feel like he living a life, too. He see a girl online, he macking to her. He ain't really doing his job. Yeah. You know what I mean? He, exactly. he there like, yo, they yeah, nigga. They not going by the book. They, I, they, they, if they get tried, now they, they shit is like, they might take something into their own hands because somebody said something to them, not thinking about you. Security is there to not handle beat somebody ass or shoot at somebody. They are there to de-escalate and get the issue out of there. Homeboy security is like, oh, hell no, nah, fuck, nigga, what? All you hear is pop, pop, pop. Two days later after this shit all on the news, you hear, oh, damn, my homie got into it with a nigga and, he, you know, it was a shooting, so don't do that. Another thing is, nigga, it ain't nothing wrong with sliding through the hood, but if you really love niggas, and you got money like that, bring them to where you at. Set up some, set up a nice dinner at a restaurant and bring your people that you grew up with and tell them to bring their moms or something. Niggas ain't really in the hood no more, bro. That shit ain't cool. Like, niggas ain't doing that. That shit, that shit slick, that shit slick over with. Niggas working their ass off and trying to talk to their homeboys to figure out ways to get niggas the fuck out the hood. You know what I'm saying? Not goddamn, let's, I'm about to go kick it with them. And do all this shit. Nah, niggas ain't really on that. So if you really care about your niggas and want to see them, set up an environment for everybody to not only feel safe, but not be in the hood. Let's do something that I know you ain't did. Let me do something for my boy ain't did. Let me go. Let, we going to go to this restaurant. I rented out the private room. Merry Christmas. I ain't going to lie. One of the new things I've been into is like, man, instead of like, you know, for my brother, for my homie's birthday, be like, uh, they'd be like, oh, let's go to this club, this club, be on the scene and be like, Nigga, for all I'm up spending bottles at that, this place, nigga, let me go get a villa somewhere and I'm going to bring all y'all out there. Come get on. your passports or something, man. Let's go to St. Thomas exactly. or some, some shit. And if you can invite any chick you want. We're going to bring them, bring mm -hmm. them through. You feel me? Like, we're going to have a good time. But, you know, we're going to have a good time. We know we're going to be safe. We're going to be outside this environment where we could, you know what I mean? And you can expose them to shit, bro. A lot of niggas, that's all they see, bro. 
niggas ain't been exposing nothing. This is all they see their whole life. Yeah. You know, that, that's why I really fuck with Savage, like, managing him through all these years, bro, because I used to hate it. Like, when we used to first go on tours, bro, we used to be deep as fuck. And as a manager, that's the worst thing. Because you got to think about all them niggas. You got to think about all them niggas. You got personalities and arguing and stuff. And then I took a seat back and I realized, like, bro, Savage is really smart because it's like, okay, it's it's always a risk when you just bring a lot of people on the road. I don't advise it for everybody. But if you know, trust your niggas and they got enough sense, you expose them and show them things. Because the way, like, you you got a little Harold, you got a tip, little TJ I told you about. All these people, if you met them five, six years ago, their mindset is like that because of the things they seen, the people they met. It exposed them to want more and do more. And a lot of people around him, all the people he took on the road, they self-sufficient. Niggas ain't really sitting around, bro. Niggas now. eliminate themselves too. Like you bring them out there, you, you see who's only out there for the bitches. Yeah, you know who's you know where they need to stay. And then everybody else doesn't build their relationships naturally. I might call TJ one day. He just in LA kicking it, doing his thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I might call here. You see, Harold got there, one of the hottest niggas in Atlanta right now on the rap shit. Like yeah. niggas learned and been exposed and built an understanding and is mature enough. But it it take it's teamwork. It take the artist to be willing to do that, but it also take you know, us as a circle of people learning to be willing to learn and not just take, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's a give and take is hard, but I just feel like that's why I respect that. That's why a lot of niggas respect Savage so much because he damn sure going to bring the lake to you. He ain't going to goddamn get the fish for your ass. And no, I ain't even going to lie. He going to bring you to the lake. He going to put, he going to get a basket, put a whole bunch of fish in it. And he going to walk away and drive away and keep you at that lake. Lay the fishing rod on the ground. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the type of nigga he is. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it ain't a lot of niggas like that. A lot of niggas just going to get keep niggas on a string and give, give. He don't want that. He want to wake up and hear, oh, this shit happening. He doing this for yourself. And that's like, that's 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 real big of him. But yeah, niggas ain't in the street. The streets, the streets was the streets. The stories that are being told is old. Like, it's, you know what I'm saying? Because niggas ain't on that no more, bro. Niggas got to be safe out here. Niggas got families. Niggas got kids. Niggas got responsibilities. And it's cool to not be gangster no more, bro. It's cool to goddamn be bigger than that. It's cool to handle your business if it needs to be handled. But it ain't cool to be like, I'm still in the street. Y'all niggas ain't here. Who give a fuck, bro? Because you see what the fuck is happening I really know niggas like that. Like, nigga, you ain't not like, bro, I had niggas say, nigga, you don't be in the mound no more. Nigga, <laughs> nigga, when I'm in the mound, nigga, I'm putting furniture in my, in the Stone, the Stone Mountain High School furniture when you come in there, I pay for it. When I'm there, nigga, we doing the YMCA turkey drive when I'm in the mound. When I'm in the mound, I'm goddamn trying to figure out who need clothes because I got a closet full of shit I can't fit no more. That's what I'm doing when I'm in Stone Mountain. Or I'm pulling up on my homeboy because he just had a baby. Making sure all that's straight. I'm not kicking it on no block because I'm a grown-ass motherfucking man. And when more niggas got them that are in position to speak start saying that, things could change. Because gangster ain't cool. Gangster getting niggas killed. You you could be a real nigga. You could know. Actually, you could be a gangster, bro. But really, gangsters ain't doing dumbass shit. Gangsters are smart. Yeah. So really, you just a street punk. There's a lot of street punks saying they gangster. A street punk is the nigga who killed Omar, the little boy who killed Omar at the end of the wire. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is he more gangster than fucking Avon? Fuck no. Yeah, them niggas was he just had a gun time. and caught a nigga at the right time not knowing what the fuck he was doing. And that's what's really going on right now, you know? 
And me being a sidewalk nigga, I could say that because the beauty of the sidewalk is you can see everything in the street. So I seen it. I see it before it's about to happen. I know this car going too fast and, and this car don't see it coming. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm proud of that. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I feel like me and Savage clicked so good because I never was a nigga that was like, yeah, like early days. Yeah, I'm around the street niggas. Oh, man, I'm straight. Hey, you know how I fuck me- with Savage, man? Like, I feel like he he don't, he not one of them niggas who he only respects you if you like him. So, like, if he come from a certain background, he not be like, well, nigga, you better, you better be more gangster than me for me to respect you. No. He respects you be like, nigga. You yourself. You yourself. You, like, and you comfortable. And you comfortable yeah. being yourself. Because he's seen a million niggas. He no going to crash out. He can read niggas. He got the gift of discernment, bro. He can read what type of nigga you is. And nigga, I don't fuck with I need to stay away from that nigga. Because he trying, he playing crazy. He playing gangster. Or you could be a nerd that loved to play video games or something. He like, oh, bet. Hey, hop on the game. Yeah. And niggas looking around like, why you fuck with this nigga? He fuck with him because the nigga's him. You know what I'm saying? And, it, and I just feel like we need to champion things like that more. A lot of different things won't necessarily happen. And we just need to stop encouraging fuck shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? I know that my, I'll just say this to the manager niggas because a lot of rap niggas ain't going to listen to a manager. But, hey, bro, just because you around street dudes or whatever or you think you got the hardest rapper that you represent, nigga, be the balance then, bro. Don't embrace that shit thinking you gangster because, nigga, them homeboys and all them niggas, like, bro, Anybody that's in Slaughter Gang, if I just was acting gangster, it might be a time I got a meeting and they can't save me. So mm. be on, be you, bro. Be you. And that shit balance everything out, bro. It's times niggas tell me about myself when I ain't right. Harold just cussed me out the other day. I'm supposed to be doing some stuff with his music. I ain't on it. When he cussed me out and I know he right, I'm like, damn, you right. Let me fix that shit. Not no, oh, man, you don't know about the music. I've been doing this with Savage. No, this is life. He's telling me something. Vice versa. When he tripping, I can call him. I'm never scared. Oh, he's a street nigga. He's not going to listen. No. Even if you're not going to listen, nigga, I'm going to tell you. Because when it go wrong, you look around and the motherfuckers who let you crash, you're going to be mad at them. I don't want you being mad at me when you make a bad decision. I want you to sit back and be like, damn, man, Measy said this shit. That's my job. Like, as a homeboy, as a manager, as them niggas being my family, my job is to make sure, even if you don't listen to me, I make sure I tell you the right shit. You know what I'm saying? We just need more of that shit. Instead of trying to be cool because you could fuck some hoes because you with some gangster niggas and you gangster now. Yeah. The coolest shit is watching Savage grow. That's why I'm even here talking to you. Yeah. yeah. If I just was managing him and letting him be Mr. Red Ops and just rolled off that shit, we yeah. wouldn't be as popping as we was. We worked together. Fact. He was on my ass like, bro, I don't want to fire you, but you need to do this. And nigga, when I disagree with something, I always let him know. I always told him shit. I wasn't ever scared and just rolled away because I was making money because this shit ain't about no money, bro. That's about That's growth, what it is. Man. 100%. Yo, Meezy, man, you my guy, man. Yo, I, I, I appreciate it and I, I love watching your growth as well. You know, I think I think you, you do one of the dopest things as a manager. Like, sometimes a, man, a mad managers get on and they start saying, nigga, I'm the fucking star now. Like, you know what? I wasn't even meant to be no manager. Niggas pay attention yeah, to me. Yeah, I watch that all the time. And, and I watch you in every effort you do, even when you get notoriety, it's still protecting and respecting and upholding the brand that you and Savage done built. And it's never like, I right, bet. Yeah, by damn time, like, I got my shit yeah, going bro. on. Now I, could, that's the worst. now I could move on from this shit. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and, and I think that's 
not only, you know, understanding what you've been a part of and what you've built and you and Savage got a report, but that's also being being conscious and sure of yourself. You know what I mean? You were somebody just kind of looking at it like, damn, you know, the only reason why I ain't a star is just because niggas ain't picked me yet. Yeah, it's that's how niggas be. That's how these manager niggas be. And that's why I'm just like, nah, if anything, now if I get a little notoriety, I look at that as leverage for my clients. Mm-hmm. I don't look at it as what I'm doing next. Yeah. Like, I'm all right, we got this, you know, I don't know if, can I plug my shit? Oh, yeah, I'm about to say, you know, I got the Mizo Estates, once a month on Sirius, and I looked at it as like, at first I didn't want to do it, but I'm like, oh, damn, DJ Mark B, that helps him. My boy Red Push, you work at Venice, that's help, that helps him. When Tip, Harold, TJ and them got a song, I can break that. Yeah. It's leverage. You know what I'm saying? When I'm in a meeting, now I'm in there with Sirius or Pandora, the owners of that. Savage about to drop an album. Hey, I need you guys for activations. We don't want to pay for this. You know, I'm looking at it like that. It's like, okay, it's, it works for me, but it works for the team for future things. You yeah, got to learn how to leverage situations to help the overall goal of what you already got 100%. going on. 100%. And I respect yeah. that, man. Yo, listen, Meezy, listen. I don't even know how long we've been talking for, but uh, I know you had prior commitments, yeah, which I think my, I... I'm going to throw in my girl a uh, surprise party. They're going to be there in 20 minutes anyway. Um, I'm not there. Oh um, shit! You gotta get there, nigga. I'm, I'm, no, nah, I'm good, cause um, I still got, you know, it's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. I'm walking yeah. in with gifts. Oh shit! Okay, okay. So you know, I can, I can, be, I can pull a day. Fashion, fashionably laid a little. I got a Cartier little. bracelet. Oh I got, shit! I got, a, I got a Cartier bracelet. I got a uh, these. Uh, How much that shit cost? Uh, Y'all be so cheap, like, man. Who I am? No, I'm, me. I'm cheap. I'm too. cheap too. That's how I know. No, I'm cheap I'm, on jewelry. I'm cheap. Period, I get, I get nigga. cars, but jewelry. Nigga, I'm cheap. Period. I'm cheap on everything. I know you but cheap. I, that you Cartier cheap crypto, nigga. You should have been like ran, ran some shit up. Nah, you don't run it up. You sit on it. I knew that it was. I knew Bitcoin was gonna hit a hundred thousand five Man, years ago. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like even 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 Elon Musk trying to get reasons. Like yo, I, I bet y'all won't dare me to sell my sell my stocks right now. It's like niggas want to cash out to a little bit. Yeah, that's because he a billionaire. Yeah. I, I, if I know every coin can be six figures, and I got fifteen of them. I'm sitting on the bitches till I know till the motherfucker. I'm not gonna wait till he hit his peak, but I know where it's going. Niggas told me to sell when they hit 25. We would have had this same podcast two years ago when they hit 20,000. You would have said the same thing, oh, and then so I would have been pissed. But it's I would have bought a challenger. Yo, yo, yo! But here's the thing: it's always gonna it's gonna go up, go up, go down, go up. But then at some point, you gotta imagine like like we're almost playing yeah. Monopoly money. It's going to crash at a, one point. I, like, a, really I, crash. Ten, I had a 10-year plan with Bitcoin, and it's working exactly on the timeline that I had it before I touch anything in crypto. Shit. Only reason I'm about to touch my Ethereum now is because of this fucking NFT shit. And it's like, all right. But other than that, I... Yo, I, hook up an NFT project with me and Savage. What's up? I'm working on... Look, this is the thing, too. A lot of artists fucking up. A lot of these niggas collabing, and it look good for PR. But only nigga I've seen that successfully executed so far an NFT and really did what they needed to do with it was Tory Lane. Everybody else is PR stunts. It's like, nah, when Savage do, this the thing. When we get into spaces, bro, I want to make sure we get into spaces and it's like, damn, them niggas know what the fuck they doing. Not damn, they in the, what in do you mean the money. PR stunting though? Like, it's just like, what like, I'm saying is you see these PR type like, shit? Nah, you see these, this, this, this shit where like, oh, he's released an NFT, you know, but it's like, Nigga, you got to know the space. You might have released it and sold a few, but it flopped in the space of the space. Yo, but here's the deals that I'm hearing people getting. They're going to certain people to say, yo, we'll give you $400,000. Yeah. 
and we'll give you whatever, whatever this quantity that you can sell later. If that's on you. But it don't work. So you just really make it 400000 But if, me... Niggas as, is looking at like, you know how I many shows I got to do for 400000 Yeah, and that's cool, but Savage is a boss. So we're going to make boss moves. Instead of taking 400000 how about I figure out a deal for him to get a couple hundred thousand and him really be in the space to not only successfully sell the NFTs and make millions like they're making, but also be in the space in the rooms and do it with the people that are going to continue to make millions. So when we do something else, we're doing it with the right people and not just niggas throwing money at us trying to attach the bullshit they got with our name. You got to give it Gary Vee, man. I heard Gary Vee running the whole space, bro. He ain't running the whole space, but he is a good dude. I can't tell what, what the difference between scam or not scam with NFTs. I can because I'm only... You because got, I got offered mad money too, man. And, and, and I'm going to tell you why I turned it down. Because I know I'm only as, I'm only good or my worth is only as good as the audience trust in me. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, you know, some of this shit was like, yo, I'm going to take this cash, but niggas going to put their money in it and they probably going to lose because it felt like it was going to be a pump and dump. It is. So it was like, I'm going to just say, yo, this is hot. Everybody buy in. I already got my money. Then all the other people who were like early to it, they all sell. And then the people who still think it going on, they just trading their losses back and forth. Yeah. And they and you know what they're gonna say? Man, this fuck nigga act on scammers. You don't remember a year ago before NFTs when everybody was making these coins? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same shit. Pumping dumps. They all, they offered me 30 grand for a coin. Which which now I'm realizing how much money is in NFTs. I'm like, yo, them niggas lowballed me. Yeah. <laughs> they were that, like, yo, I say- 30 grand. It was 30 grand. No, well, it was 30 grand and I think like 50,000 of Acoin. <laughs> See, yeah, you got to invest. That me, I'm just investigating. I'm sitting down with everybody. Oh, I'm not, not talking My to lawyer everybody. turned that shit down. My lawyer. Yeah, don't that, do it, bro. Yo, the, the nigga, business, the nigga was, so, yo, the nigga wanted me to sign so bad. He was like, yo, we got to do this quick. We got to do this quick. And he showed me, like, yo, Pump just did one. This was, and it was like, you got to do this quick. And I said, yo, cool, but like, you, let me just put my lawyer on it. Soon as I put my lawyer, he's like, "Yo, how long your lawyer?" Take? I'm like, "Well, my lawyer gonna be my lawyer. Like, what you mean? How yeah, long my you lawyer?" Lawyering, take? nigga. Yeah. Let him lawyer. <laughs> then my lawyer came back and be like, "I'm gonna be honest. I, I've, I've been looking in this space, and for some of the deals I see them giving out, like this is a shitty ass deal they even offer you. You dodged a bullet. And and I looked at it and I was like, did I, did I turn down free money? But now I'm seeing where it is. I'm like, no, man. I think I stood on the right principle. Even if they gave you 150 thousand, be glad you didn't do it because it was a pumping dump. You don't want to be part of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, 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 that's Jay-Z's the motivation. Jay-Z don't be the first to shit. He just be the best to shit. Mm. When niggas get in the NFT space, when he announces anything that's the latest or something, he always get that reasonable does, his, he does his research. He does his research, though, and he aligns himself with the people that you needed to do it with all along. So even if the shit don't work, the relationship he now has with the business he did it with is so official that he's going to make so much more money. Yeah, I'm watching titles just got free. Um, the deal he did with Jack Dorsey, obviously, like, you know, getting getting on chess square, moves. super chess move. Anybody you see him walking, walking down the beach with with him, Beyonce, and that person, their wife. Locking so, in some shit, locking bro. Locking in, man. But that's how you're supposed to do it, bro. Don't, and that's why I'm like, I fuck with Soulja Boy being the first, but shit, we want to be the best. We don't want to be the first to shit unless we was the first and the best to do it. And that's just what it is. Hey. We won't leave it on that note, man. Yo, Measy, man. Yo, go enjoy your your, your, your girl's birthday, man. Yo, listen, anytime we both in the same town, you know, I record. I, 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 do, I do these shit like three times a week. I be needing somebody to just rap with over some yeah, every, and I any like type doing of shit. This shit man. You and feel I, me? Come pop up on me, man. Hell yeah, man. I'm you feel me? me man. I'm about to have some fun, get some ass tonight for my queen. Oh, uh, man. Listen, yo, 
<laughs> I'm gonna let him have a good time. Uh, uh, for everybody else, um, thank you for tuning into uh, Off the Record. Uh, this is Woody Jack Demix. This is my guy Meezy. Uh, catch me the YouTube here. Yeah, that's what I do on YouTube. Yo, I, do you be running out of breath when you be saying that shit? It's your boy DJ Academic. You, you know how I do that shit? <laughs> Nigga, I only do that shit just because I used to do a million intros. Like when I do some shit, ask him. If I'm doing a solo podcast, the first 25 seconds tells me how the rest going to be. So, so let me hear you do it that way, bro. So I'm like, them to check it out. Like, and I just keep going. And like, I, I do that. I used, to do, I, used to, I used to slow it down. It would just be, it's your boy DJ Academics. And then I would have to do, say I did 18 intros. Every single time you do it a little bit, you do it a little bit faster. It's your boy DJ Academics. It's your boy DJ Academics. It's like, it's your boy you, just, you just put it into fucking one thing. <laughs> so now, because I'm looking at like, it's like almost like I'm recording. So I'm yeah. looking at these like wave files. I know when the wave hits right, because I know it, it, it's sounding right. Oh, okay. So yeah, it's like, you, okay, bang. I hit it. I hit the wave right there to start it you out. You know how to get that money, bro. You know your shit. That's it. I watch all your shit, bro. I'll be I'm on immigrant, YouTube. nigga. I'll be on YouTube, bro. I have my AirPod in, in the um, shit. Watching you when you speak on stuff, I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna keep it a buck on my search when it comes to like rap stuff. It's whack 100 and it's academics. Whack 100 because they record every little thing he do in Clubhouse. So Yo, I get that little update. Whack that then nigga. I go to you and get the update. Yo, I'm trying to I'm trying to get whack a podcast, but I'm wondering how could that work controversial. With Clubhouse. It gotta be it gotta work with Clubhouse. It gotta I be something might, natural to him. I think I think they might do it. And you know now, one to shout out to Clubhouse. Now they got that um replay thing to where you can hold the room and record it. Really? Yeah, and you can monetize it. They let you take that and do whatever the fuck you want with it in your room. See, Green Room just had, I just did some shit with Ian Dior yesterday. They fucking yeah, recorded it. Don't the it room. air tonight or, or tomorrow? Tonight. tonight yeah. yeah, I'm going to check it, it out. It, it records it. Now we're going to be on my show page. Like, you know what I mean? It's going to be a regular yeah. podcast episode. 